this Deckerville contingent is here. Boy, they are excited. Uh, all 500 people that paid for their tickets look like they're here already, and uh, there's going to be a lot more, too, as they uh, settle in all the bleachers out on the other side. Well, I know that uh, we told everybody we are going to be out at 12.15, but there's so many people from Deckerville that wanted to uh, talk about this that uh, we expanded the pregame show for an extra 15 minutes, and we're going to be back to talk with uh, longtime Deckerville Athletic Booster Rick Ballantyne. For quality BP gas, Potter is playing on the Deckerville girls basketball team. And Rick, uh, you played uh, football in the 60s in Deckerville, and uh, football just as popular then as it is now. Yes, it was. It's always been a big sport in Deckerville, that's for sure. You were telling me before we went on the air about uh, some of the teams in 1960s. Maybe you can uh, comment a bit about them. Oh, we were very happy back then. We had some big league championships and won some big games, and Jim Waldo was our main coach back in the 60s, and he did an excellent job with the team. And the morale, many of the kids and green kids are on the teams now playing, and everybody's excited about the current teams also. Well, Deckerville has always been a football town. There's no question about that. And throughout the years, you've had uh, some great coaches and great teams. You mentioned Jim Waldo, of course, Bob Siscavage, and uh, now Bill Brown. But uh, it's uh, sort of molded in Deckerville that uh, during the fall, guys take time off from uh, farming and everything, and the parents go along with the practice. And every year, it seems, there's a great team, Rick. Yeah, there's a lot of support for the football program, and all the kids seem to really be pumped up and enjoy the, the program. What's the mood been, people walking into your store all week? I bet that's the main topic. Oh, obviously everybody's excited and go Eagles, that's for sure. They're all pumped up and there'll be a big crowd. There'll be a big Deckerville crowd in Gaylor tomorrow. I was uh, wondering uh, what the population of uh, Deckerville might be very small for this coming uh, Saturday because everybody's on their way up there and I know people from all over the area, Rick. Now, talking a bit about the uh, Deckerville Athletic Boosters, you're very uh, active in the boosters. What are some of the things that the boosters provide for the athletes? Probably the biggest thing we did this past summer was we got our new bleachers in this year, and that sure helped during our three playoff games. They just put up new bleachers that I can't remember how many they say. You might have a better idea than that. But. Boy, it's just the complex is great, and uh, you're able to handle, like, uh, for instance, uh, there was a big contingent from McBain, and uh, the fact that the old bleachers were on that one side, and you were able to have a big visitor section. Of course, in Deckerville, they seem to line around that football field, so it's hard to tell how many people are actually there until they get the count in. Oh, yeah, the bleachers are full, and the sidelines are full, and everything's full, and the Deckerville's been involved, or the boosters have been involved in the whole football field, athletic complex all the way around for all the kids. And been a big boost for the kids and big boost for the school and town. It's been a great boost for the community and uh, you know everybody uh, I know there are some uh, different viewpoints as far as the village or city but uh, as uh, the president uh, Mr. Murdoch was telling me the other day he says this one uh, thing the Deckerville Eagles uh, on their way to what we hope is a state championship has really brought, brought the community together Rick. Yes it is. It all, well, anything good always brings the community together that's for sure. And, it well, definitely has. Rick, we're looking forward to seeing you and everybody else from Deckerville at Gaylord. Well, thanks for your time, Bob, and we sure appreciate the radio station through all the years, win, lose, seasons, whatever. You've always given us great support, and we sure appreciate the radio station in Sandusky. Always a pleasure to talk with Rick Valentine, and we'll be back from Gaylord after these messages. The staff of Bacchus Oil Company in Carsonville would like to salute the Deckerville Eagles football team for their perfect season and wish them the best of luck in the playoffs ahead. You know, for almost 80 years, the Bacchus Oil team has been the perfect team for your petroleum products, and they strive to serve you in the oncoming winter months. Bacchus Oil Company of Carsonville, a friend of your family since 1922. 
Make that call for Keep Full Service right now. 657-9581. Now at Grav, Chevrolet, Buick, Oldsmobile, and Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. All 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Grav is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today. Take a test drive and get a free turkey. It's the overstock explosion. 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Grand Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky. The Craft Service Center on M53 at the north end of Marlette's open and ready to serve you. The Craft Service Center features state-of-the-art automotive repair equipment and trained mechanics that can handle any aspect of automotive repair, from brakes and alignments, glass repair, exhaust work, engine repair, and more. The all-new Craft Service Center on M53 at the north end of Marlette. Call 517-635-2236. action from everyone at Albright Sand and Gravel of Sandusky. Right now, during the cold weather season, is the time to plan that driveway or parking lot project. For information, just call Albright's at 810-672-9272. That when spring arrives, they'll be ready to do the job. Albright's also handle crushed gravel, fill sand, topsoil, crushed gravel, and much more. That's Albright Sand and Gravel, serving the Thumb and Blue Water area since 1954. The Eagles are seeking to become the first Sanilac County team to hit the Silver Dome. And, of course, uh, we're pleased to have with us Dale Ball, who is the fine sports editor of the Sanilac County News. He's been the sports editor of the Sanilac County News ever since seventy one. And, Dale, this has got to be one of the biggest games in the history of Thumb Area football. Oh, this should be one of the biggest games uh, for any teams in the, that have ever competed in football in the Thumb here, uh, or at least in Sanilac County. Uh, Peck was the only other one to reach the semifinals so far. What do you feel are the keys for a Deckerville victory today, Dale? Well, it's really hard to say. I don't have any any major scouting report on Iron Mountain, but uh, I think just keep their composure and uh, play like they have been, and they should do pretty well. The weather, weather conditions will make a uh, you know will make a difference too, probably. Deckerville, of course, uh, has been getting stronger, it seems, every game, haven't they, Dale? Oh, definitely, yeah. I thought their toughest game in the tournament was uh, their first one against uh, Lutheran Seminary. And then, of course, they just breezed through McBain last week. Did that sort of surprise you? Uh, well, that's hard to tell. I, I wasn't there at the game, but I heard there were a lot of turnovers, and it made it uh, easier now, for the Eagles. As far as that uh, Peck game, I know it was a very big one, the semifinals. Uh, what memories do you have of that one? Uh, well, it wasn't, a, wasn't the best game for, uh, for the Pirates that day with Fowler, Fowler winning that game uh, rather easily, I think. Yeah, the uh, coach of the uh, Fowler uh, Eagles, I believe, uh, he had cancer, and I know uh, he is a cancer survivor, Mr. Spicer, and uh, he seemed to rally those troops very, very well. Of course, that was quite a season for the Peck Pirates, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was, and it, what's always uh, 
uh, great in the postseason for our area teams is the followings that uh, that they have, and they had a great following that year. And uh, Deckerville will have a whole bunch of people up there uh, at Gaylord. There's no question about that. People from all over Michigan's upper thumb area. And and uh, just think if they do make it to the Silver Dome next Saturday, Dale, won't that be quite a... Oh, that'll be great. That'll be fantastic. I'll be happy to be there. To you gonna be, it, so. You're going to be in Gaylord uh, here uh, this coming uh, Saturday today? Uh, yes, I will. Okay, I look forward to talking with you, Dale, and okay. thanks very much. See you up there. Go Eagles. Hey, we'll be right back from Gaylord after these messages. This game is brought to you in part by Schneeburgers in Cass City. Bud and Russ, Kim, Al, and Steve would like to say, Go get them, Eagles, and thanks for a great season. And seasonal savings are awaiting you right now at Schneeburgers in Cass City on the complete selection of dinette sets. Perfect for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any time. For appliances, TVs, furniture, well, you name it, it's a superstore that people have relied on for more than 40 years. Selection, savings, and service from where else? Schneeburgers! in downtown Cass City. How would you like to have a handyman around your home to hang Christmas lights, install paneling, replace faucets, change furnace filters, install windows for free? Just enter Warren Carter Lumber's Win a Handyman Contest. First prize, four hours labor free. Second prize, three hours free labor. Third prize, two hours labor free. And fourth prize, one hour labor. Four prizes awarded at each store. Drawing is this Saturday, November 18th at 3.30 p.m. Register and get contest details at your nearest Morton Carter location in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. No purchase necessary. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's game. We hope that you, the listeners, are enjoying the game and hope that the Eagles make it to the Silver Dome next Saturday. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call the office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before November 30th and receive free installation just by mentioning you heard this ad on WMIC and WTGV. Best of luck to the Deckerville Eagles and thanks for a great season from everyone at Adelphia Communications. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. about six, seven inches of snow on the ground up here at Gaylord, and it was fun going down the expressway this morning and north, watching all the cars with Deckerville Eagles stickers uh, waving and honking as uh, we traveled up here. Well, it certainly was, and uh, we, we honked at them because North cruised when he went by them, didn't he? <laughs> well, one of the uh, fine Deckerville athletic boosters, of course, and um, her family has had students at Deckerville School for many years and also in all the Deckerville sports programs. Uh, Merle Ann Kyneth and her husband Jerry and Merle Ann is with us. And Merle Ann, how many years have you and your husband went to all those games? Well, we went periodically before we got started, but seven years ago, eight years ago, I guess, Michael started playing varsity ball, and that's when we started really getting serious. And, of course, uh, your son, uh, Neil, is a sophomore on this uh, very fine Deckerville football team as we approach the time for the big ball game to start. Yep, that's right. Now, I was uh, under, under the understanding that uh, you provide a fine meal for the team every Thursday, and uh, that provides a lot of camaraderie for them. Well, I don't know how fine a meal it is, but they'll eat about anything, and it sure is nice to have them all together at one time. That's what's good about it. It's, they all get together at one place, and it's kind of a family situation, and it works out real good. 
Well, you know, along the way, uh, there was a marriage in your You mentioned Michael uh, playing football. Michael got married last Saturday. I think it was a 2 o'clock wedding. And uh, I understand people were listening quite religiously in church to the ball game. Yeah, you're right. We plugged her into the nursery room. My dad sat in the chair for the whole um, first half and let us know what the progress was while we were getting pictures taken. And they went in for halftime about the time we went in to get Mike and Nicole married off. And... It was 26 to nothing at that point, so I went in feeling real comfortable. I sat on my Deckerville Eagle t-shirt, by the way. I put it in there the night before underneath the pew cushion and sat on the shirt that I've worn every game this year. And uh, when we came back out, they came right away and told us it was 32 to nothing, and my mom hardly got that out of her mouth when it was 38 to nothing. So <laughs> I was real proud of my boys that they won that one so that I could see another one. Hey, your brother Tim was almost late for that uh, wedding because I was watching him. He was <laughs> right on top of his pickup watching the game, Merlin. That's what they tell me. He was up there standing on the tailgate with his suit on. And then a Deckerville victory was just all the more to celebrate a wedding. You betcha. It was a double victory, a doubly good day for us that day. Well, I'll tell you, everybody's anticipating a great day here in Gaylord today. And I know a large contingent of uh, Deckerville fans uh, hit the Best Western and all the uh, quality ends and everything in Gaylord on uh, Friday evening and uh, sort of a way to root the team on to victory. You bet we will, too. We're really excited and can't wait for the game to start. The boys have practiced for the last couple of days up here, and we're ready to play some football. For our listeners uh, in Sandusky, Deckerville, and all over Michigan, some actually uh, people with their uh, transistor radios can pick it up, and Gaylord uh, got six inches of snow up there. There's a little bit of snow up here. There's some, uh, uh, my husband's kind of a snowmobiler, and they're having a real hard time because he brought his snowmobile trailer up here filled with football equipment. He doesn't know how to act with uh, no snowmobile in this much snow. That's right. Jerry loves to get up in the North <laughs> Country, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, Merlin, thanks very much for being our guest, and go Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> That's Merlin Kynith, and we'll be back with more from Gaylord after these messages. Now at Grav, Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile in Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. <laughs> 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2,000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2,000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today, take a test drive, and get a free turkey. <laughs> It's the Overstock Explosion. And all 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings. At Grand Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky. value is more than a fair price. It's quality, service, and convenience, too. All the things you'll find at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Deckerville Auto Parts. From batteries to filters, oils, tools, and quality Napa Auto Parts, Deckerville Auto Parts has it all. Visit your Napa store at Deckerville Auto Parts today. Napa, they keep America running. 
Do you value life? Life insurance, that is. When you buy your life insurance through auto owners from Kelly and Company in Marlette, they'll save you money with premium discounts on your car and homeowner's coverage. At Kelly and Company, they're specialists in insurance, people, and the things people own. You owe it to yourself and to your family to talk to Kelly and Company about life. No problem life protection through auto owners insurance. Contact Kurt Kelly at Kelly and Company in Marlette or give them a call at 1-800-257-3735 and ask about the multi-policy discount with life insurance through auto owners. Sheldon Medical Supply, where the customers do the talking, like Dale Cogill of Sandusky. They're always friendly and kind, and they're always on time. And if you have a medical emergency, it doesn't matter what hour it is, they come out in the middle of the night. They bring oxygen and tubing. Dale, how long have you depended on Sheldon Medical Supply? About 15 years. That's Sheldon Medical Supply in Sandusky, Bad Axe, Carroll, Marysville, Mount Pleasant, and Saginaw. Call toll-free 1-800-922-5101 for all of your home health care needs. They're people you can rely on because they're from your own hometown, and they've never failed to be on time. Back we are here at Gaylord as the uh, teams are down on the field getting set and uh, cold northern Michigan weather with the snow. Well, this is the worst day they've had as far as uh, the amount of snow. The first day Thursday, I guess there wasn't too much at all, two or three inches. They plowed off the field over there in the practice field, and uh, they had a good practice outside. And uh, today it's a little cooler, a little more wind, and uh, the field conditions, I think, are going to deteriorate before the day's over. But uh, right now... It's a good day for football. Doesn't bother the Deckerville Eagle fans. They're already lined up in their familiar positions in front of the fence. They certainly are. They're ready to go. Hey, our next guest is the village president of the community of Deckerville, Mr. Don Murdoch. And, Don, you know, wherever you go, whether it's a city council meeting, uh, a local restaurant, into a clothing store, main topic is Deckerville Eagles football. Um, those young men have done a fine job. Um, I wish them well in their game tomorrow. It seems that uh, they have done very well in, in bringing the um, entire community something good to, uh, to cheer about rather than um, some of the problems that usually um, arise. You know, uh, throughout the summer there were probably uh, different opinions on the city and town situation, but uh, one thing that uh, nobody's uh, uh, separated from, everybody is a Decorill Eagle booster. That's correct. I think that the uh, community has come together behind, that they're standing behind the, um, the football team and even the girls who lost the other night. Um, but I think it's done, uh, a, a, they've been a real asset uh, bringing the community back together. Hey, there's no question about it. You've got lots of signs in Deckerville. Everybody knows this is Eagle country, isn't that right? That's correct. In fact, I think um, if I would have had one last week, we could have uh, flown one up here at, uh, right next door to my place of employment when McBean was staying next door at the hotel. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, wouldn't that have shook them up to have a, a sign outside the Best Western saying this is Eagle Country? I think that would have been uh, that would have been a real wake-up call for them. They they waited till about. Um, and about 1.30 before they got their wake-up call. And, you know, it really is Eagle Country because uh, once you get this far in a uh, tournament or playoffs, as is the case, uh, everybody in the Thumb area, whether it's here in Sanilac or Tuscola County, uh, they sort of root for the team that's in it. Now, at Gaylord today, we're going to see uh, Varsity Jackets from Bad Axe and uh, all over the area because uh, people in the Thumb love to see success. That's correct. I think we've um, these guys have done a real credit to the entire entire upper thumb. Um, 
no matter what team it would have been, um, I think uh, anybody that likes football would have been backing them no matter what team it was. But there's been quite a tradition of great football at Deckerville, hasn't there, Don? It has. It's been um, a lot of years since we've had a, a team that has gone this, well, never, none has ever gone this far, but it's had a team that had a record like this. It's, um, it's great that the entire school and community has got behind it. Well, you know, one thing about it, Don, you're missing a few constituents in Deckerville today, but they're all up in Gaylord for a good cause. I think the town might be kind of lonely tomorrow. That's Don Murdoch from the village of Deckerville, the fine president. We'll be back from Gaylord after these messages. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Jim Cron and everyone at Keys Radio in Sandusky would like to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's semifinal game. Keys Radio is the largest thumb cellular agent and been selling and servicing cellular phones since the beginning. Now is the time to come on in and select a gift that keeps on giving, a thumb cellular phone. Be sure to check out all the anniversary specials during Keys Radio's gigantic sale going on all this week at Keys Radio in Sandusky. Stan, Linda, and Ashley, and everybody at the Wayside Inn would like to thank the Deckerville Eagles for a great season and wish them the best of luck in today's game. And, of course, the Wayside team is ready to serve your holiday banquet. Just pick up the phone and call Linda now at 376-4148. And for prime rib that just tops them all, you know the Wayside's reputation. Come on out tonight and join your friends at the Wayside Inn on M25 on the Wayside, nine miles north of Fort Sanilac. Cold weather on the way. Thumb Raider Garage Doors of Sandusky has the Raider Tricor Series doors to keep the cold weather out this winter. Russ Graff from Craft Service Center recently had Raider doors installed in their shop and tells us more. Well, we have Raider Garage Doors on both the body shop and our new service center in Marlette, and we are very pleased with them. The quality is excellent, they operate smoothly and quietly, and they are very pleasing to look at. When we had Thumb Rainer install them at our Marlette Road location four years ago, we noticed our heat bills dropped by 25% over the winter. Rainer doors are very well insulated. And Greg Stone and the staff of Thumb Rainer did an excellent job at installation, and they did it in a very timely manner. I'd highly recommend Thumb Rainer garage doors to anyone. If you'd like to see how nicely they work, Stop by either Craft Automotive on Marlette Road or our brand new service center on M53 in Marlette. Stop in for more details on quality Rainer garage doors and accessories at Thumb Rainer Garage Doors on M19 south of Sandusky or call us toll free at 1-888-RAINER-1. We're here at Gaylord as uh, we get set just about a half hour for the start of the big game and of course... Uh, You've been with uh, Deckerville Athletics for more than 30 years. North, this has got to be one of the high points in your career and also in Deckerville school history. Oh, it certainly well, has been. Really We've had a lot of great athletic teams in, over the years, and uh, this is one of the teams that we'll remember for a long time. A team that they'll also remember in Deckerville is the 1967 football team that uh, was very good. The superintendent of schools, Al Broughton, played on that, along with Jim Merriman. And Jim happens to have uh, two of uh, his boys playing football here in the year 2000 on this uh, uh, team that is up here at Gaylord. 
And Jim, there has to be a lot of excitement at your house. Every single day, and, and of course these playoffs is just, have just been incredibly exciting, but we're just extremely proud of not only our boys, but, but the whole team. And you know something that you and I were talking about the other day, the character on this team, all of these guys are outstanding citizens. Well, that, that's true, and I, I know that's an easy thing to say, but I know in talking to the coaches, one of the things that they're the proudest of is the fact that there hasn't been a single character issue the entire year. No parties, no behavior that's wrong or inappropriate. Even in the schools, they, they've all been respectful. You know, they've just been a neat group of guys. We've had them out in our house and down in the basement. And they've just been well-behaved. And as I said, that, that's something that doesn't come along every time. So, so we're really proud of them for that aspect. Well, you know, Jim, as a parent, you, there has to be a lot of sacrifice on the part of the entire family when you have a students participating in sports, uh, delayed dinners, uh, special runs into town and things like that. Well, that's true. I, I know the other parents are along with us on that one because uh, just keeping up with the wash list is quite a, quite a chore because every night uh, there's usually uniforms at the moment that are dirty and we've got to get them cleaned up and, and put away. So I know my wife and the other moms and uh, people on the team, uh, I know Merlin Kynes has donated a lot of her time to feed them every Thursday and Friday night. So it's true there is a lot of work involved, but when you see the finished product and you see how well behaved and how they've conducted themselves, and we want to speak favorably about our opponents too. Uh, we've had some excellent people we've played against and their behavior has just been exceptional. In the playoffs, the, the McBain people stood along the sidelines, you know, and players while we received the rewards. Uh, so that, that's all just made it a, a really special time for all of us. You know, it's great fun. Where else for 4 or $5 can you go and have the evening's worth or like today, an afternoon's worth of good, wholesome entertainment, no big contracts, just uh, down-home football and fun for everybody? Well, I, I think this, Bob, is what sports is all about. You know, you get much above this, and I'm afraid even at the college level it deteriorates rapidly and it becomes more of a business. And, and here, and you've been to our school and, and just seen how many people have shown up and how much interest there is and the meals before the game and the enthusiasm and talking in the restaurants the next day. So uh, it's just really a special time that I'm sure everybody's going to remember long after the final uh, scores. As Deckerville's village president, Don Murdoch, says, it's really brought the village together. Well, that's true, too. It's, and it's no secret. We ran into some difficult times there when uh, we had some opposing views on how to manage the town. But uh, I don't think there's anybody who's uh, at odds with the way the programs run. Uh, the coaches have just been exceptional in the way they've conducted themselves. I think they've shown a lot of maturity. Uh, I think it's great every, every time at the end of the game they get together and I know uh, one of our boys talked that even before the last game that uh, he was crying when he went out on the field to start the game uh, because the coaches had told him how proud they were of him and they've just told him, win or lose, you guys have done your best uh, and we want you to know that, that regardless of the final score that, that you've been an exceptional group of young men to be around. Hey Jim, I know I'm running off your cell phone bill as you approach Gaylord, but uh, looking forward to seeing you at the game and uh, best wishes to you and all the Eagle parents and hats off for a great job raising those kids. Well, thanks Bob, and like I said, I think if anybody wanted to uh, take over the town of Deckerville tomorrow at 1 o'clock, they could probably have it. That's Jim Merriman, whose uh, sons, of course, are on the Deckerville football team and we'll be back at Gaylord, right after these. Two names that mean reliability and dependability. 
the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center, and DeWalt. Hi, this is Paul Nutzman. Here at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center, we offer a selection of DeWalt drills, cordless screwdrivers, sanders, and jigsaws, plus many other quality DeWalt products. Remember, you get quality products at economical prices and always personal service. So for quality DeWalt power tools, see us today at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center. I love saving money and time at my Do It Best store. Don and Sue Meisner of Birchfield Photographic Studio would like to wish the high school teams the best of luck in sports competition. Right now is the time to get the family together for that holiday portrait. Family portraits make great gifts as well as great remembrances. Senior portraits are also a specialty at Birchfield. For information or appointment, call 810-648-4320. Birchfield Photographic Studio, three and a half miles west of M19 on the Marlette Road, your photography headquarters. <laughs> Choices. We all make them every day. From choosing a restaurant to choosing a financial services provider, having a choice is a good thing. At Eastern Michigan Bank, we want to offer you as many choices as you need to conduct your financial affairs through us, your locally owned community bank. That's why we've established a brokerage service that will enable our customers to take advantage of all available options today's investor needs. From financial planning and portfolio management to buying and selling individual stocks. Eastern Michigan Bank can now help you with those financial needs, too. Eastern Michigan Bank, not just the best bank for checking and savings, but for your complete financial resources and your best choice for handling all your financial needs. Eastern Michigan Bank, growing with you. Call for more information today. Member FDIC. If you're age 50 or older, we'll give you an auto insurance discount from Auto Owners Insurance. Mature drivers have fewer and less costly accidents, so we'll charge you less for your personal auto insurance. Insure both your car and home with us and qualify for more premium discounts through Auto Owners Insurance. The staff of Stone Insurance Agency in Deckerville wishes the Deckerville Eagles the best in tonight's game. Okay, back we are here at uh, Gaylord as the uh, two teams get set to uh, take on each other, Iron Mountain against uh, Deckerville. Is this the first time the Eagles have played a UP team, North? As far as I know, uh, I don't know if they've ever played them even in basketball or, or any other sport. And uh, a lot of uh, people from Iron Mountain here, we're going to hear more Iron Mountain cheers than uh, Deckerville because we're on the opposite side today. But uh, Coach Bill Brown is with us right now, and uh, Coach Brown, I know after that big victory over McBain, was it easy to get the players to focus on Iron Mountain in practice? Oil Company in Carsonville would like to salute the Deckerville Eagles football team for their perfect season and wish them the best of luck in the playoffs ahead. You know, for almost 80 years, the Bacchus Oil team has been the perfect team for your petroleum products, and they strive to serve you in the oncoming winter months. Bacchus Oil Company of Carsonville, a friend of your family since 1922. Make that call for keep full service right now, 657-9581. 
For quality BP gas, groceries, the Michigan Lottery, party supplies, videos, and much, much more, depend on Criner's Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Roads. Criner's Corner is open seven days a week. Every Wednesday is two-for-one video rentals with new arrivals weekly. Hunting licenses and supplies are available. 12-gauge shotgun shells are two for $5. For all of your beverage and party needs and quality BP products, it's Criner's Corner on M25 at Deckerville Roads, extending best wishes to the Deckerville Eagles in sports competition. At Grab, Chevrolet, Buick, Oldsmobile, and Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. All 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2,000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2,000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today. Take a test drive and get a free turkey. It's the Overstock Explosion. 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Grab Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky. Well, Bill Brown, uh, been uh, quite a week at Deckerville. Has it been hard to get the players uh, focusing on Iron Mountain? That, that game, we came out very focused and got some breaks early and got up on them early, and I think momentum just took over from there. But uh, as far as, I, I think when you get this close to a state championship, when you're, you know, you're four quarters away from playing at the Silverdome, um, I don't know if we're going to have a problem with getting back up to play this football game. Um, we're just going to have to be consistent and not make many mistakes and, and uh, hopefully keep it close and get a chance to win it. Would you compare Iron Mountain to McBain, a little tougher, stronger? How would you say? Well, they're, they're, they're not as big as uh, McBain. And uh, probably defensively not quite as tough. Um, defensively, they've given up, you know, a few more points than what McBain has. But uh, uh, McBain was probably one of the best, better defensive teams that we played all year. Um, Iron Mountain's gonna be tough though. They got some. They got some. They got a good linebacker, um, some good linemen. Um, they got a little bit of everything, and they they play very consistently. Both sides of the ball, special teams wise, are very solid. So um, it's just gonna come down to whoever whoever plays best. And they've been to the Silverdome, am I correct? Yeah, they won it in 1993, and uh, I think I don't know if they've been there again. I think they just uh, they they won it that year, but I don't think they have uh, been there since. Well, Bill, you were able to get the uh, team up to Gaylord on uh, Thursday, and uh, have you seen that advantageous? Get the traveling out of the way and give them a chance to rest, and then really get into. Well, I, I really think it's uh, going to be a major factor in tomorrow in in the game. Uh, we got up here Thursday. We got to practice on uh, on their practice field at Gaylord High School here, and which out worked out well. They plowed it for us. Um, there was six inches of snow when we got up here, pretty much, and they plowed it off for us. We played. We, we practiced in the snow and in the mud and the slush, and, and uh, it was great preparation for for Saturday's game. And uh, we did the same today, but a little different timetable because we pretty much practice at uh, 1 p.m. the same time as what the game is. And uh, that's going to be very advantageous for us, too. Do you think a team like Iron Mountain is familiar with your wing tee formation and uh, some of the uh, things that uh, are done here in the Lower Peninsula? Well, the, probably the biggest difference 
and the way we play compared to anybody else who played is our, our balance of run and pass. Now, whether we're going to be able to pass as much, uh, depending on the weather and the field conditions, um, we're probably still going to pass some no matter what, but uh, if it's too nasty out, we're going to have to limit our passing a little bit. But uh, as far as, I don't think they probably saw anyone that's got as much balance as we have. And also our defense playing very well this time of the year. Well, this season has been a mixed bag of tricks as far as the weather is concerned. You know, we've had 70-degree weather down to 40, and the, the game against Sandusky has played in driving rainstorms. So uh, your guys are uh, accustomed a bit to inclement weather. Well, we, we've been very tested throughout the year. I mean, uh, we have a tough schedule, and uh, it, it's paying off for us because we've, uh, we've played in rain. We've played in, uh, played in some cold weather, some windy weather, um, a little bit of everything, and... We've played some uh, very good football teams over the course of the year that, that have prepared us ahead, you know, in, in, uh, in respect that they have, uh, some might have a better running back than some of the other ones do, and some might have some better tight ends and different offenses. Everybody runs different defenses. Has prepared us for this run that we've made so far in the playoffs. Bill, we've been able to talk with you for 13, I think, straight weeks now. Let's hope we can do our 14. What do you say? We're going to certainly give her a shot, Bob. Hey, everybody has is definitely pulling for you, and the Eagles done great, and best wishes at game time, Bill. Thank you, Bob. Back with more from Gaylord after these messages. The Craft Service Center on M53 at the North End of Marlette's open and ready to serve you. The Craft Service Center features state-of-the-art automotive repair equipment and train mechanics that can handle any aspect of automotive repair, from brakes and alignments, glass repair, exhaust work, engine repair, and more. The all-new Craft Service Center on M53 at the north end of Marlette. Call 517-635-2236. Best wishes to the area high school teams and sports action from everyone at Albright Sand and Gravel of Sandusky. Right now, during the cold weather season, is the time to plan that driveway or parking lot project. For information, just call Albright's at 810-672-9272. That when spring arrives, they'll be ready to do the job. Albright's also handle crushed gravel, fill sand, topsoil, crushed gravel, and much more. That's Albright Sand and Gravel, serving the Thumb and Blue Water area since 1954. Well, back we are at Gaylord High School. This is North Ram along with, uh, yes, it is Tom Duran. Tom, uh, looks like a beautiful uh, day for football uh, here in the uh, upper Michigan area. Uh, snowflakes, uh, cold weather, uh, wind, uh, snow on the field. This is the type of night or afternoon that uh, teams look forward to, especially when they're in the state semifinals. That's right, Nort. And one of the things that I was concerned about when I got here is the condition of the field. And uh, the condition of the field is really in uh, excellent shape uh, for this time of year. The uh, personnel here told us that they never really tore this field up this year, that they never really played on it wet. It's not frozen. It uh, has some good texture to it. I don't think you'll see a lot of slipping on it. Uh, as could be this time of year with the temperatures being the way they are. Well, it's the 12-0 Deckerville Eagles against the 11-1 Iron Mountain Mountaineers. Uh, pretty comparable teams when you look at each other. I was talking to uh, some other coaches around the area, uh, Goebbels coaches and uh, others that uh, have seen both teams, and they think the last four teams that are in this playoff are pretty comparable. I know Goebbels is in the other division. They're playing uh, Britain-Deerfield. That'll take place at Jackson-Withington Stadium at 3.30 today, so actually the teams, when they uh, get together at 3.30, they're going to know who the winner is and who they're going to play at the Silverdome. 
That's correct. And uh, these two teams here, Deckerville, uh, along with Iron Mountain, run uh, quite similar offenses, and I think uh, they will be uh, teams that mirror each other quite a bit. Right. They both play some of wing T. They both do some spread formation. They both throw uh, quite often, and they surprise you with the path. They both have big play uh, people, and, uh, you know, they both can ground it out when they have to. So uh, I think you're exactly right when you said probably these last four teams are really quite comparable, and any one of them has the ability to come out on top. And, uh, of course, we're trying to get these Deckerville Eagles to get to that next level. Coach Brown has talked about that for uh, all season long, that one of their goals was to get to that state championship and, and win it. And uh, four quarters away, and they could possibly be at the Pontiac Silverdome. They have a couple of comparable runners. I know that uh, for uh, the Mountaineers, Jason Bray is 5'9", 165-pound senior, and he has over 1,000 yards on the year and 16 TDs. You look at C.J. Bowling, he has almost 1,200 yards on the year, 14 touchdowns, the longest one, of course, of 56 yards. So they both have a, a big playback. But they aren't really big playbacks because uh, the other people in the backfield get the ball and, and have a lot of carries uh, this year. Well, the one thing that we've uh, preached on all season long about these Deckerville Eagles is their balance. You know, they have balance in the backfield. You look at the scoring, uh, they've got uh, six people that have scored for them throughout the year, and uh, they're really all quite equal. So uh, they have a number of people that can get the job done. I know Coach Brown alluded to it uh, when he talked to Bob how uh, someone different always comes up and seems to pull through for them. Well, the Eagles are on the field, and uh, in fact, the Mountaineers have come back onto the field. We're just about ready to have the captains meet at the center of the field. They're talking to the coaches right now. We'll be back with more in our pregame here from Gaylord High School after these messages. This game is brought to you in part by Schneeburgers in Cass City. Bud and Russ, Kim, Al, and Steve would like to say, Go get them, Eagles, and thanks for a great season. And seasonal savings are awaiting you right now at Schneeburgers in Cass City on the complete selection of the net sets. Perfect for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any time. For appliances, TVs, furniture, well, you name it, it's a superstar that people have relied on for more than 40 years. Selection, savings, and service from where else? Schneeburgers in downtown Cass City. How would you like to have a handyman around your home to hang Christmas this was? Almost the uh, peak of sunshine here as the snow has pretty much melted on the field itself, and uh, we won't have a dry uh, track for these young men, but we will have one that uh, doesn't have a lot of snow on it that uh, should make for a pretty good game, Tom. Well, they've got the lights on here to help a little bit, but the sun, like you said, is coming through, and the snow is disappearing, and it's looking uh, very nice uh, at the start of this game as we've got Messing and both Messings and C.J. Bowling deep for the Eagles. Well, there's going to be a lot of special team uh, problems uh, today with the wind and uh, the way things go. With that wind, uh, you could have a short kick or a short punt or a uh, mishandled one because of the wind. Uh, we'll see what happens in the early going here, which uh, could mean quite a bit. Uh, the Deckerville Eagles, of course, have had uh, great uh, first quarters where they've jumped on teams uh, much this year, and uh, especially in the playoffs, Tom. Well, you mentioned before the game, Nort, uh, the Eagles have had excellent play out of their special teams, and I felt the special teams could be very big today with the weather conditions as they are. You know, mistakes on special teams sometimes are very costly, and uh, the Eagles pride themselves on good special team play, and it could show up today. 
Well, we're going to have that opening kickoff. The kicker, I believe, is number 81. Uh, that's Stone, George Stone, for the Mountaineers as he tees the ball up on his own 40-yard line. Trots back to the 30, and we're just about ready to get underway here. Eagles receiving as the semifinals are underway here at Gaylord High School. Long kick. It's going to skip on about the 10. Picked up there by the Deckerville Eagles. Good running room up the middle, and he breaks into the open. That's Messing. Messing broke it up to the 35, 36-yard line. Good field position to start this first uh, series for the Deckerville Eagles. Kurt Messing doing a good job of uh, fielding that low kick, and uh, he nearly went down on one knee as he had to get down to get that, but uh, alertly did not, and brought that up over the 35, and good field position for the Eagles to start. He actually got a lucky break when the ball hit his legs and uh, just died right there at that spot at the 10-yard line, up to the 37 is first play from scrimmage for the Deckerville Eagles. Up the middle, nothing there for Deckerville as the give was to the pullback, C.J. Bowling. Loss on the play of maybe two yards. Now Murphy in on the stop for the Mountaineers. He's their big lineman in the middle, and he stops C.J. Bowling on that fullback trap. Loss of two on the play. Let's go second and 12 for the Deckerville Eagles. Just underway here, Deckerville against the Iron Mountain Mountaineers. Second and 12 on their own 29. Give to the second man through, and nothing there this time once again for Justin Trollhills. He's dropped for a loss on the play back to the 30-yard line. So the first two plays for the Deckerville Eagles have resulted in a loss of six yards. Well, Olsen shot through there from the linebacker spot and uh, stopped Trollhill before he was able to get started. So the Eagles negative yardage on the first two plays here. Third and 16 for the Deckerville Eagles uh, with just uh, under a minute gone in this first quarter. They split a man to the left, that's Roski. Out to the right is Trohill. Palmer drops back, gives to the fullback, and he goes to the left side. No running room there once again for C.J. Bowling. He might have got a yard out of play, got some plus yardage at least, but it's going to be a fourth down for the Deckerville Eagles. They're going to have to punt into that win with fourth and 15. Well, it's going to be three and out for the Eagles here in the early going, and uh, right now it's paying off for the Mountaineers to go on defense. Richard Merriman will be in to punt. They need a good punt out of Richard to get uh, field position back the other way. couple of speedsters back for the Mountaineers. Derek Luke and Jason Bray will be back to field this uh, first punt by Richard Merriman. He's back on his 19-yard line. Good snap from center. Gets it away. High kick, but the wind is catching it. It's going to hit on the 35 to the, I mean, the 45. Rolls to the 44-yard line. It's first and 10 for the Mountaineers. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Jim Kong and everyone at Keith's Radio and Sandusky would like to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's semifinal game. Keys Radio is the largest thumb cellular agent. They've been selling and servicing cellular phones since the beginning. Now's the time to come on in and select a gift that keeps on giving, a thumb cellular phone. Be sure to check out all the anniversary specials during Keys Radio's gigantic sale going on all this week at Keys Radio in Sandusky. Well, back we are in WTGV-FM and WMIC-660 Sandusky in the first play from scrimmage for the Mountaineers off the right side. A little bit of running room there for Jason Bray, I believe, was who came up off the bottom of the pile, and it's going to be a second down in about eight. Well, good stop by the Eagles to hold them to two yards on that first down play. Ball now resting on the 45-yard line of the Mountaineers. 
Second down and eight for the Mountaineers. They split a man out to the left. That's Derek Luke. He's their speedster and their good receiver. Wing right this time. Back goes Pericolosi, and he gives off once again up the right side and a little bit of running room, maybe a yard or two there for Jason Bray as he hit the right side of that line, maybe got one or two more. Well, the Eagles did a good job of uh, making a pile there, and Bray hit that pile and actually went head over heels there and flipped in the ground in a short gain, third and seven. Third and seven or a long six for the Mountaineers dropping back. Looking for some running room on the left side. Not getting much at all. Oh, it's thrown over the middle and caught as he is down right away by Mauley. Uh, Mike Mauley, a uh, 6'2", 185-pound senior, caught the ball down the Deckerville 41-yard line. So the first pass by Pericolusa has uh, been successful. Well, the Eagles uh, on the coverage there, Justin Trohill, but not before he was able to get into Deckerville territory and get the first down. 14-yard gain on that one, and a first and 10 on the Deckerville, uh, we'll call it on the 41. Good pass that time by Pericolosi. Wing right, or wing left this time, dropping back and giving to his fullback, uh, Bray. Bray off the left side, gets some running room, three or four yards before he's hammered by a couple eagles. Getting up from the bottom of the pile, of course, is uh, C.J. Bowling from his linebacker position. Derek Vogel and Richard Merriman coming in to help C.J. and stops him for a gain of about three yards. Second down and uh, six for the uh, Mountaineers. Ball's uh, marked uh, on the 37-yard line, almost to the 38. Pericolosi looking over the defense with wing left. Split his man out. There's going to be a five-yard penalty, though, as Wales uh, came up from his right guard position, and it'll be a penalty against uh, the Mountaineers. Dropping them back five yards. That'll help the Eagles out there. Now they go to second and 11. Second and 11 back over the Eagle 40-yard line. Mark it on the 48. We'll say 47. So it's second and 11 for the Mountaineers. Wing right. Split uh, Luke out to the left. Ercolosi dropping back. He's going to throw the football again. He's rushed. He's hit before he, he got it away, though, and it's caught by Bray. Bray's in the open. He may go all the way. He's at the 10 to the five-yard line before he's taken down there as he caught that ball one-handed on about the 35-yard line. Looked like it was going to be a sack, but uh, Pericolosi got rid of the football, and it's going to be first and goal for the Mountaineers. What a break for the Mountaineers there as they had uh, Pericolosi trapped back there, and he just unloaded it, and Bray got that one-hand catch, and he had some running room, turned it upfield, and got him down first and goal. 35 yards on that play, so it's a first and goal for the Mountaineers. The ball's on the eight-yard line. Wing right this time, given to his fullback, Bray, and nothing there for him as he's hit right at the line of scrimmage. May have lost a yard on the play back to the nine. Jim Tanton doing a good job of uh, hitting Bray behind the line of scrimmage there and getting the stop. So we're going to go first and goal from the nine this time as he lost a yard on the play. First quarter action, 6.52 to go here in the first quarter. No score between the Deckerville Eagles and the Mountaineers from Iron Mountain, but the uh, Mountaineers are knocking on the door on the Deckerville nine-yard line. They split Luke to the left. Trollhill comes out on him. Full house backfield this time for the Mountaineers. Dropping back, giving to the fullback. 
Looking for some running room off that right side is uh, Logan Watts, who's in there at the fullback position, but he doesn't get much at all. He might got back to the original line of scrimmage. Jim Tanton again, along with Ryan Palmer, hit Watts right at the line of scrimmage and drove him back. So the Eagles' defense is stiffening, and it needs to here. Third down on the eight. Timeout uh, for the Mountaineers. They want to talk things over. No score. 6.09 to go in the first. We'll take a timeout and be right back. Stan, Linda, and Ashley, and everybody at the Wayside Inn would like to thank the Deckerville Eagles for a great season and wish them the best of luck in today's game. And, of course, the Wayside team is ready to serve your holiday banquet. Just pick up the phone and call Linda now at 376-4148. And for prime rib that just tops them all, you know the Wayside's reputation. Come on out tonight and join your friends at the Wayside Inn on M25 on the Wayside, nine miles north of Port Sanilac. Two names that mean reliability and dependability. The Deckerville Do It Best Building Center and DeWalt. Hi, this is Paul Nutzman. Here at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center, we offer a selection of DeWalt drills, cordless screwdrivers, sanders, and jigsaws, plus many other quality DeWalt products. Remember, you get quality products at economical prices and always personal service. So for quality DeWalt power tools, see us today at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center. I love saving money and time at the Do It Best store. Back we are as the Mountaineers time out. Gives them a third and goal from the seven-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. Luke split to the left. Wing right for the Mountaineers. Pericolosi dropping back. He's going to throw the football as he rolls left. Has a man in the end zone all alone, and it's caught for a touchdown. There to make the catch was Logan Watts, and the Mariner, uh, Mountaineers draw first blood in this football game. Yeah, Watts came out of the backfield, came all the way across the field, and uh, as Luke cleared that side of the field for the Mountaineers, and Watts was able to haul in that catch, but not an easy catch for him. Seven-yard TD pass, and with uh, 6.02 to go here in this uh, first quarter, the uh, Mountaineers moved right in from uh, their own 37-yard line and marched down the field and uh, got the first score. They uh, dropped the ball on the extra point, threw the ball, and it's knocked away, and that's going to be it. No good on the extra point. 6 nothing Mountaineers, 6.02 to go in the first. We'll be right back. Don and Sue Meisner of Birchfield Photographic Studio would like to wish the high school teams the best of luck in sports competition. Right now is the time to get the family together for that holiday portrait. Family portraits make great gifts as well as great remembrances. Senior portraits are also a specialty at Birchfield. For information or appointment, call 810-648-4320. Birchfield Photographic Studio, three and a half miles west of M19 on the Marlett Road, your photography headquarters. Well, back we are, and uh, that looked pretty easy for the Mountaineers with those two big plays on passes uh, for the Mountaineers, Tom. Yeah, the touchdown pass, uh, as I said, that wasn't an easy catch. He had to dive for that to bring it down. It wasn't that bad a coverage by the Eagles, but the big play on that was that one by Bray where he was able to just one-handed that ball where it looked like the Eagles had uh, the Mountaineers in trouble, and he came up with that tremendous catch, and then he had some running room and got it all the way down inside the 10. Neither team's been able to run the football as yet. Uh, they had a uh, third down and sixth in the first pass uh, that uh, was good for 14 yards, and then the pass to Bray was a second and 11, and it was good for 35 yards. So three pass plays have been the big plays for the Mountaineers. Did you, read, 
the Eagles need to get uh, something going. They were three and out the first time with the ball, so they have a second chance here as they field this kickoff return. George Stone with the kickoff. Going on the left side, picked up there by the Eagles. Up to the 15, up to the 20. A little bit of running room, but now they're going to have pretty poor field position as they're on the 24-yard line. They're uh, fielding that kick, I believe, was was that Roski? No, C.J. Bowling. C.J. Bowling over there. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They have the ball on their own 24-yard line. C.J. Bowling doing a good job of just wrapping that ball up and bringing it up the middle, and fumbles could be very crucial in this uh, in this weather and whatnot, and the Eagles doing a good job of hanging on to the football. Well, they weren't able to move it the first time. This time they go wing left, drop back and give it to the fullback, and nothing there for the Deckerville Eagles. They uh, maybe got a yard or two as they get up over the 25. We'll see where they finally mark it, but uh, was positive yardage, two yards on the play. That was bowling again in that, uh, up that belly play up the middle. As he pick up, picks up two. Second down and eight for the Deckerville Eagles. Just underway here in their second uh, possession. 5.29 on the clock. They trail six to nothing to the Mountaineers. Palmer drops back, throws the football, and it's dropped over on the left side. In and out of the hands of Nathan Roski. Would have had about five yards on the play, uh, but it goes as an incompletion, and that's going to be third down now and eight for the Eagles. Well, they tried to slant there to Roski off the left side. The ball was thrown just a little bit behind him, but uh, he still could have made that catch but wasn't able to come up with it. So far, the Eagles haven't been able to do anything real positive offensively. They have a third and eight right now. You pass on second down, most likely they'll pass on this down. Look for something to Richard Merriman. He drops back. He's going to throw the football. He's hit just before he lets go of the football. And it's a little bit short of Richard Merriman. He had been close to a first down for the Eagles, but now it's a fourth down and eight, and that's going to bring up a tough situation for the Eagles, kicking into that win once again. And they're going to have to put their defense back on the field here again after going three and out, and probably good field position for the Mountaineers as they're kicking from their own 25 into the wind. Well, we said how important that wind could be in this first quarter, and so far the Mountaineers uh, have uh, bottled the... Eagles up deep in her own territory. Richard Merriman back the punt for the Eagles. Gets a high snap, but he's a tall person, comes up with it, and a, uh, not a good kick for the Deckerville Eagles as it hits on uh, about the 40-yard line, their own 40, goes back to the 38, and the Mountaineers will have first and 10 on the Deckerville 38 when we come back. If you're age 50 or older, we'll give you an auto insurance discount from Auto Owners Insurance. Mature drivers have fewer and less costly accidents, so we'll charge you less for your personal auto insurance. Insure both your car and home with us and qualify for more premium discounts through Auto Owners Insurance. The staff of Stone Insurance Agency in Deckerville wishes the Deckerville Eagles the best in tonight's game. There, Colosi takes the snap and rolls to the right. Looked like a broken play, though, as he looked for someone to hand the ball off to. Didn't have anyone, so he tried to get around that right in. Got a, maybe a yard and a half on the play. We'll say second down and eight. Looked like he was going to have a lot of running room around that right side, but Derek Vogel closed real quickly on him and uh, stopped him after a short gain. Second and eight. 440 on the clock, leading six to nothing. Wing left this time. Vericolosi drops back, hands to his uh, left back. That's, of course, Jason Bray. 
Ray fighting for some room, and he's bottled up, and maybe he got to the 45, or rather to the 35-yard line. We'll see where they mark it. It's just short of the 35, a gain of uh, yard, third down and seven. The Eagles, Nord, have been doing a good job of bottling things up in the middle. Ludwig Schultz there in the middle of that pile and stopping Bray from getting started. Key third down play for both teams here. Third down and seven. They wing out to the left, Derek Luke. Wing another man to the right. That's uh, DeGroat. Back goes Pericolosi. He's going to throw out here in the flat. It is tipped away. And tipped away that time by Merriman. I'll tell you what, he almost caught that pass, and he'd have been gone. Well, Richard Merriman... Uh, had his hands on it, and if he'd have come up with it, he had nothing but uh, green turf in front of him all the way to the end zone, and he's kind of kicking himself a little bit, saying, I wish I had that one back. Well, you come in there 6-3 with those hands up in the air. Uh, if he'd have completed that pass to Bray, it could have been a big gainer for uh, Pericolosi and his Mountaineers, but it was knocked away by Merriman, and they're going to call another timeout. Timeout Mountaineers. They lead 6 to nothing. We'll be right back. The staff of Bacchus Oil Company in Carsonville would like to salute the Deckerville Eagles football team for their perfect season and wish them the best of luck in the playoffs ahead. You know, for almost 80 years, the Bacchus Oil team has been the perfect team for your petroleum products, and they strive to serve you in the oncoming winter months. Bacchus Oil Company of Carsonville, a friend of your family since 1922. Make that call for keep full service right now. 657-9581. For quality BP gas, groceries, the Michigan Lottery, party supplies, videos, and much, much more, depend on Criner's Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Roads. Criner's Corner is open seven days a week. Every Wednesday is two-for-one video rentals with new arrivals weekly. Hunting licenses and supplies are available. 12-gauge shotgun shells are two for $5. For all of your beverage and party needs and quality BP products, it's Griner's Corner on M25 at Deckerville Road, extending best wishes to the Deckerville Eagles in sports competition. Back we are as it's a fourth down and seven now. Winging out to the left is Bray. Out to the right, of course, is Luke. Pericolosi with a man in motion drops back. He has two men out here to the left, throws it long and deep, and it's going to be caught for a touchdown. Touchdown to Bray as he ran down that right side, got away from Roski, and the Mountaineers do it again with 3.51 on the clock. A pass to Bray, a total of uh, 37 yards on that one. Well, they uh, had some motion to the left, tried to distract the Eagles. It looked like uh, looking like they were going to throw off to the left side here, and then they just hit uh, Bray down the middle there for that touchdown pass. And the Eagles are kind of shocked. 35-yard TD, 12 to nothing Mountaineers with 3.51 on the clock here in that first quarter, so they still get the kick with the win. They line up for the two-point conversion. Pericolosi takes the snap, drops back, fakes and throws it into the end zone over the head of his receiver. No good, 12 nothing in favor of the Mountaineers. We'll be right back. The Craft Service Center on M53 at the North End of Marlette's open and ready to serve you. The Craft Service Center features state-of-the-art automotive repair equipment and trained mechanics that can handle any aspect of automotive repair, from brakes and alignments, glass repair, exhaust work, engine repair, and more. The all-new Craft Service Center on M53 at the North End of Marlette. Call 517-635-2236.
Best wishes to the area high school teams and sports action from everyone at Albright Sand and Gravel of Sandusky. Right now, during the cold weather season, is the time to plan that driveway or parking lot project. For information, just call Albright's at 810-672-9272. That when spring arrives, they'll be ready to do the job. Albright's also handle crushed gravel, fill sand, topsoil, crushed gravel, and much more. That's Albright Sand and Gravel, serving the Thumb and Blue Water area since 1954. Back we are as uh, the Eagles find themselves with a 12-0 deficit and receiving once again with a chance for the Mountaineers to bottle them up like they did the last time on their kick. 3.51 on the clock as George Stone begins another series here for the Deckerville Eagles with a kick that goes on the left side taken by one of the short men. That's Palmer. They're going to run that uh, butterfly. Who's uh, got the football, they say? Coming up the middle with the football, looking for some running room is Messing. Messing brings it up to the 35, 36-yard line. Good faking there by the Eagles. They go from their 10 to the 35 and have decent field position. You know, Coach Brown decided to drop Ryan Palmer back deep, and they run that starburst out of that where he receives it, fakes to three, other, three different people, and also fakes like he keeps it himself, and it was hard to determine who had that ball. Well, they need to get a couple first downs no matter what here just so that they can uh, kick with the wind if they do have to punt the football away. So far, they haven't been able to do that at all. Palmer looking over the defense, calls out the play. He may have called an audible on that one, drops back. He doesn't have any time. He's going to be, oh, he throws the football away and draws a penalty as he threw the ball. Uh, uh, poor decision by him. He should have just ate it and taken the sack, but now it's going to cost them big yardage and a loss of downs. And the loss of down with the intentional grounding as they threw the flag. He was nearly down and just kind of threw it off to the side there, and the official called intentional grounding. So uh, they're back on their 23, and it's going to cost the Eagles uh, loss of down. And it's uh, back on the 23, but I think they walk off uh, 15 yards, half the distance to go. Uh, five more yards, so it's back on the 18-yard line. So a big loss for the Deckerville Eagles. Timeout Deckerville. They want to talk things over. This is a full timeout. 3.35 to go. 12 nothing in favor of uh, the Mountaineers. We'll be right back. Spinning around in body socks and blue jeans. Spinning the old 45s. Or tuning in American Bandstand to watch all the new moves for the twist, the mashed potatoes, and the stroll. Ah, those were the days. This is Helene Liebler from Eastern Michigan Bank. If you share some of these memories, you're probably eligible for our Advantage 50 Club checking account. It's a great account for people 50 and better with lots of cool benefits like group trips. So come on, come on, do the locomotion over to Eastern Michigan Bank and get in the groove again. Maybe even take advantage of those old blue suede shoes in the still of the night watching some red sails in the sunset with the Advantage 50 Club. Eastern Michigan Bank, a real community bank and member FDIC with only you in mind. Well, maybe you and Bobby Darren and Annette and Neil Sedaka and the Platters, Elvis the Token. Second and 27 for the Deckerville Eagles after that timeout. Palmer's back. He's going to throw the football. Has a man open, and he's knocked down. I don't know if there's going to be a... Yes, there is a penalty flag, so the Eagles are going to pick up an interference penalty here up on about the 30-yard line as uh, the receivers tripped uh, before he could get to the football. That was Roski out there, and it looked like uh, he was knocked down just before the pass got to him, and they did throw the flag. 
And it's going to be pass interference, and that'll be a big break for the Deckerville Eagles, an automatic first down as they will walk off, I believe, 15 yards from the line of scrimmage. And the football comes up close to the 35-yard line. That's uh, almost to the 36, the original line of scrimmage, uh, and it'll be a first down for the Deckerville Eagles. Eagles get a break there as it looked like it was quite hopeless for them. Into the win, first and 27, or second and 27. Now they're first down and 10. First and 10 on their own uh, 35-yard line. Another mix-up in the backfield. Palmer was trying to get away, and he's going to lose about five yards on the play. Looked like a broken play there. Uh, C.J. Bowling, I think, ended up with that. But uh, a five-yard loss now for the Eagles on first down. Well, they move it back uh, up a yard, so it's a loss of four. It'll be second and 14 for the Deckerville Eagles. Clock ticking down to the three-minute mark here in this first quarter. The Eagles are trailing 12 to nothing. Man set out to the left. That's Roski. Trollhill out to the right for Deckerville. Palmer looking over the defense. He drops back. He's looking for a screen pass. He has a man open down court field. And Messing, I believe Messing, oh, they're going to say that it was intercepted. Intercepted down there by... Uh, Derek Luke, and uh, it was a fight for the football, and Messing didn't come away with it. Luke did. Yeah, they both had their hands on the football. I was hoping that Messing came down with it. Unfortunately, Luke took it away from him, and now the Mountaineers will take over on the Eagle 49-yard line. Ball's on the Deckerville 49-yard line. First and 10 for the Mountaineers, 249 on the clock here, as the Mountaineers have dominated this first quarter, lead 12 to nothing. We're in the semifinals from Gaylord High School. You're listening to WMIC 660 Sandusky and WTGBFM Sandusky and playoff football. Pericolosi dropping back, giving to the halfback, getting some running room off the left side as Jason Bray carries a pile all the way down to the 35-yard line, to the 39-yard line, and it'll be a first down, I believe. We'll see what they do, if they're going to measure for this. Yes, they're going to take a measurement to find out if it's a first down. 2.37 on the clock, 12 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. This game is brought to you in part by Schneeburgers in Cass City. Bud and Russ, Kim, Al, and Steve would like to say, go get them, Eagles, and thanks for a great season. And seasonal savings are awaiting you right now at Schneeburgers in Cass City on the complete selection of dinette sets. Perfect for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any time. For appliances, TVs, furniture, well, you name it, it's a superstore that people have relied on for more than 40 years. Selection, savings, and service from where else? Schneeburgers in downtown Cass City. Well, it's been all Iron Mountain so far in this first quarter. They got a first down out of that run by Jason Bray. Just barely over the first down marker. First and 10 on the Deckerville 39-yard line. Dropping back, giving to the halfback off that left side. DeGroote uh, trying to get some running room. He may have got about four yards on the play, close to the 35. The no, momentum is definitely on the Mountaineers' side right now. The Eagles need a turnover, need something, make something happen here defensively and try to get that momentum switched. Well, they say his knee was touched down after a two-yard gain, so it's going to be second and eight now for the Mountaineers. Second and eight on the Deckerville, uh, 38. DeGroot uh, in motion, dropping back, handing to the halfback, looking for some running room, and he has it as he fights his way close to the first down markers once again. That time the handoff went to Logan Watts. And he is just short of the first down, I believe. It's going to be third down and short yardage. 
Right now they're perfect on third down conversions, three for three. And this will be a tough one for the Eagles to stop as it's inside of one yard to go for that first down. Third down and one, just inside the 30-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. 1.27 on the clock here in the first quarter. Man in motion. Dropping back and giving to that motion man and a little bit of running room there for Jason Bray. He'll have the first down as he pounds his way close to the uh, 25-yard line. They're going to say his knee touched down at about the 27. Mark at the 28. First and 10 for the Mountaineers. They've dominated as we wind down to the 115 mark here in this first quarter. They haven't put the ball in the air this drive, and that's what's killed the Eagles so far is uh, several big pass plays. They wing Bray out to the left. Pericolosi sets the offense. He's in motion. Go off the right side, looking for some running room, and getting at that time was Logan Watts. He fights his way close to the uh, 25-yard line, inside the 25 to the 23. Gain of five on the play. Now, this drive, they came out doing what... uh we expected they'd do earlier, and that's pound the ball on the ground. Earlier they beat us for the pass. Now they're doing it on the ground. Down to 30 seconds to go here in this uh, first quarter, and they'd certainly uh, hope to get the ball back. Uh, the Eagles would uh, going the other way so that the wind uh, at least will not be in their favor. Well, there's a mix-up in the backfield. Uh, the big uh, fullback gets the football, though, and Logan Watts uh, does not get the first down as he's hit and gains maybe a yard on the play. It's going to be third down and six. Vogel in on the stop for the Eagles. Third and four, rather. And that's going to be the end of the first quarter. It's the Mountaineers 12, the Deckerville Eagles nothing. We'll be right back. Now at Grab, Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile in Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2,000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2,000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today, take a test drive, and get a free turkey. It's the overstock explosion. And all 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Grand Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky. Well, back we are. Third down and four for the Mountaineers as we change directions. Now they'll have a little more trouble, I believe, uh, throwing and running the football or not running, but uh, kicking uh, the kicking game because they are going into the wind. And the wind seems to have stiffened a little bit as it begins to snow here and the sun has gone away. Well, the field's in pretty good shape, though, as we uh, have lost most of the snow in this situation. 12 nothing Mountaineers as we begin the second quarter, but they're knocking on the door once again. Third down and four. Pericolosi with a man in motion gives to the fullback. Nothing there. Oh, he gets away from one man, but then he's pounded to the ground, and he'll maybe gain a yard on the play as uh, he was hammered pretty good, uh, even though he got away from the first man. That was Watts, the ball carrier. Well, Tanton and Ludwig Schultz in there stood up Watts right as he hit the line of scrimmage and forced fourth and four. 
Fourth down and four for the Mountaineers. A big fourth down play for both uh, squads right here. Eagles. This time they split a man to the left. That's Bray. Dropping back as Pericolosi rolls to the left, looking for someone. The ball is tipped away, and it's going to go as an incomplete pass. And I think we could have an interference, but the ball was tipped, so that should nullify any penalty. They call holding. And I don't know whether it be against the Deckerville Eagles or not, but that ball was tipped. That could uh, nullify anything as far as uh, a penalty. We'll see what the call is. The referee is uh, coming over. And I don't know whether that would make a difference on a holding call, but the Eagles are balking back, so this is going to go against the Deckerville Eagles. Well, I don't know where he got the holding call. I sure didn't see holding there, but saw something I didn't. But in any event, it's going to be a first down and a big break for Iron Mountain. Sure is. It's going to give them a first down on the Eagle 11-yard line, first and 10. They could get another first down as uh, the ball is marked just outside the 10-yard line. Oh, what a big break that was. I don't know whether tipping the ball would have, on an interference penalty, it would be nullified. But uh, on a holding, I guess that uh, it goes ahead and counts. They wing a man out to the left. That's Luke. Pericolosi drops back, hands off to his halfback, Bray. Bray off that right side, gets some running room. He's got four or five yards before he's tripped up. He may be close to the five-yard line, a gain of almost six on the play. Merriman and Bowling over there to make the stop, but not before he's able to pick up six yards. So it's going to be second down and four for the Mountaineers, knocking on the door once again thanks to the holding penalty against the Eagles. Ball's marked right on the five-yard line. They could get a first down. Big series here for the Eagles' defense. They split a man out to the left. That's Luke. Split backs in the backfield with a wing right. Pericolosi dropping back, giving to the halfback again off that right side. Bray fights his way into the end zone, I believe. Nope, they're going to say he's short. He hit his knee on about the one-yard line, but this could be a first and goal for the Mountaineers. We'll see where they mark that football and if they're going to have to measure for the first down. Yes, they are. They're going to measure 10-23 to goal. They lead 12 to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. How would you like to have a handyman around your home to hang Christmas lights, install paneling, replace faucets, change furnace filters, install windows for free? Just enter more and Carter Lumber's Win a Handyman Contest. First prize, four hours labor free. Second prize, three hours free labor. Third prize, two hours labor free. And fourth prize, one hour labor. Four prizes awarded at each store. Drawing is this Saturday, November 18th at 3.30 p.m. Register and get contest details at your nearest Moore and Carter location in Sandusky, Croswell, and Yale. No purchase necessary. Well, back we are, and it is a first and goal for the Mountaineers as uh, Bray off that right side got some running room and bounced his way to the one-yard line and just barely has a first and goal. As the Mountaineers lead 12 to nothing with 10-19 to go here in the second quarter, and thanks to a big holding penalty, have the ball on the one-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. Pericolosi, looking over the defense, takes the snap, drops back, gives to his halfback, and he's into the end zone. That's Jason Bray on the run, and it's going to be a touchdown for the Mountaineers from the one-yard line. Now, nothing fancy there, just a straight dive off left tackle, and Bray got into, that, got into the end zone on that one-yard dive play. Well, that'll make it 18 to nothing at the 10.07 mark here in the second quarter as the Deckerville Eagles have not been able to keep uh, the Mountaineers out of the end zone. Three drives, three touchdowns, and they're going for their third extra point. They haven't been able to get one yet. 
That's the only posse thing that's happened to the Eagles. Pericolosi drops back, hands it to his halfback, and Bray fights his way towards the end zone. I don't think he got in. Nope, no good. So the score with 10.07 left here in the second quarter, it's the Mountaineers 18, the Deckerville Eagles nothing. We'll be back in a minute. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's game. We hope that you, the listeners, are enjoying the game and hope that the Eagles make it to the Silver Dome next Saturday. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call the office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before November 30th and receive free installation just by mentioning you heard this ad on WMIC and WTGV. Best of luck to the Deckerville Eagles and thanks for a great season. For everyone at Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. It pays to shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. Well, back we are. Now the Eagles will have a chance to feel the ball uh, with the wind to their back. We'll see if they can get a little better field position than they did in that uh, first quarter. And the backs are up, uh, looks like about the 15-yard line now as they get up a little further, anticipating a shorter kick. Here we go. Kick by uh, Stone, rolls uh, to the 30 picked up there by the Deckerville Eagles, one of their upbacks, and fighting their way up to the 35 to the 38-yard line. The Deckerville Eagles will have pretty decent field position at that spot as Trohill picked up that loose ball and brought it up to the 38. So the best field position, uh, well, I guess they had one other field position that good at the 38. So good field position, I should say, for the Eagles. And the wind at their back, they need to get something going offensively here. They haven't been able to move the ball at all. It's been three and out, three and out, three and out for the Eagles. But they had uh, the wind in their face. It was tough to throw the football in that situation. Palmer back. Gives to the first man through. A little bit of running room there off the right side as Messing gets up from the bottom of the pile. Uh, about a two-yard gain, maybe almost three yards on that uh, first down play. Not a lot of running room there for Kurt Messing, but uh, three yards, so second and seven. We'll go second and seven for the Deckerville Eagles. The ball's up over the uh, 35, just over the 40-yard line. We'll mark it on the 41. Wing left this time as Trohill split to the left. Palmer drops back, gives to his fullback. Well, he kept the football, and he tried to throw the pass out here to Roski, but he's hit and dropped for a big loss back to the uh, 35-yard line. We'll see where they finally mark it. Almost to the 30, we're going to mark it on the 31-yard line. So a loss on the play after they had gained three on the first down, have lost eight on that play, back 11 yards now. So it's third down and 19. Well, Palmer went play action that time, but the Mountaineers didn't bite on the fake at all. And he just had no time to throw the football there at all as he was smothered under. Loss of 10 on the play. We're going to go third down now and 17 to go. Eagles got to put the ball in the air in this position, but they haven't had time to do much of anything as Palmer drops back the pass, rolls to the right, trying to get away, and he doesn't. Fumbles the football, 
but the Eagles fall on it, and they say that he was down anyway, but the Eagles are going to be back inside their 20-yard line and are going to have to punt the ball from deep in their own territory. Hasn't been a good series for the Deckerville Eagles. Well, Ryan Palmer's tried to pass twice, and neither time has he had any time at all to operate. So uh, they need to do some uh, shorter routes or something, but pretty hard to do that here. Although it's fourth down, they'll be punting the football away with the wind at their back. 26 yards to go now for the Deckerville Eagles. Almost 27, we'll say. Uh, Richard Merriman back on about his 10-yard line. Gets it away. Long kick, and this one's going to be fielded, though. Good field position's going to come about for the Mountaineers as it was caught there by Bray, and he gets up to the 50-yard line into Deckerville territory, and a penalty flag comes thrown in there. This could be uh, uh, tacked on to the uh, run back. We'll see what the uh, call is going to be. Is it going to be against the Deckerville Eagles? Usually an illegal block in this situation. We'll see what the call is. Sometimes a face mask in there, but we'll see what the that's what it's going to be. It's going to be against Deckerville. Uh, they're going to say, I don't understand that. <laughs> how do you clip on the defensive end? Yeah, uh, how, how can clipping go against the, the kicking team? Uh, but they're going to log, knock off 15 yards against the Deckerville Eagles. I think I'd want an explanation of that one. Uh, was that blocking or... Well, they don't block. <laughs> That's the very first time I've ever seen that call on in that situation, ever. But the Eagle coaches aren't really uh, asking too much about it. Uh, they move the down markers. It's going to be a first down for the Mountaineers. They're on the 33-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. Great field position for them, first and ten. The call was clipping against the Eagles as they were covering a punt. Well, <laughs> first and ten. Mountaineers knocking on the door once again with great field position. Pericolosi is going to throw the football. He rolls to the right, has some running room, gets around the right end, and uh, he has the breaks a tackle, gets to the five-yard line, and he's down there, but it's going to be first and goal for the Mountaineers as Pericolosi rolled to the right, and no one covered him from that uh, in position, and he fought towards the end zone and was tackled just short of the five-yard line. I think they're going to mark it at about the eight. Well, Perikolowski showed his running ability. Timeout Deckerville. They're going to take a timeout to talk things over. They trail 18 to nothing. We'll be right back. Now at Graf, Chevrolet, Buick, Oldsmobile, and Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. All 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today. Take a test drive and get a free turkey. It's the Overstock Explosion. 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Grand Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky. Well, back we are, 18 to nothing Mountaineers, and they have a first and goal on the Deckerville 8-yard line with 7.33 to go here in the first half. 
and uh, this would be a really blow to the uh, Deckerville Eagles if they get into the end zone again. Well, Perikolowski, uh, they said he was a quick runner, and he showed it on that last play. Duke is split out to the left. Perikolowski drops back, gives to his halfback, and he is hit. Hit right away, and a fumble on the play. We'll see if they're going to, who got the football. I believe the Mountaineers ended up with it. Yes, they did, as the Eagles with a good hit on that one, and the fumble is recovered by the Mountaineers. Well, Nathan Pearson came in and put just a monstrous hit on Watts as he took the ball off right tackle and forced that fumble, but unfortunately the Eagles weren't able to come up with it, and that's what they need here, nor do they need a break of some sort. Well, they're on the nine-yard line now as uh, they lost a yard on that play. Pericolosi brings him out, wings a man to the right. That's Bray. He's in motion. Give to him as he goes around the left end, and he gets to the outside. The Deckerville Eagles fighting to keep him out of the end zone and do, but uh, he does get about five yards on the play. It'll be third down and goal, this time at about the two-yard line. Justin Trohill finally ran him down after he was able to get around a couple other Eagles. Trohill got him just before he got into the end zone, about the two. So it's going to be third down and goal from the two-yard line. Gain a six on the play that time. Well, they say it's on the four. That's a long four, short four, rather. I'm going to say it's on the three. Third and goal from the three for the Mountaineers. Pericolosi drops back, hands to his fullback. Looking for some room is Bray. Bray off that right side, fights his way for about a yard on the play. It's going to be fourth down for uh, the Mountaineers. In that middle of the defensive line for the Eagles. Fourth down from the two-yard line. Uh, look for a little play action, I think, on this one, and maybe roll uh, Pericolosi out to the outside. Uh, something he's been pretty successful with as we wind down 5.37 on the clock. 18 nothing Mountaineers. Timeout. Nope. Yep, but it's going to be timeout Mountaineers. He came up to the line to look and see what the Eagles were in. Called a timeout. They lead 18 to nothing over the Deckerville Eagles. We'll be right back. We Goal at the Deckerville two-yard line. See if they come up with some kind of special play on this one. They wing a man way out to the left. That's Derek, or out to the right, Derek Luke. No one in motion this time, but they fake to Bray. Pericolosi throws it in the end zone. No good. Off the hands of the receiver in the end zone, and he looked like he had uh, room to catch it. Mike Maul, he was the man in the end zone, so the Deckerville Eagles will take over on downs. Well, Palmer put a lick on him there, too, if uh, it didn't make it easy for him to catch. And the Eagles do get some sort of a break here as they hold... Iron Mountain from getting that fourth touchdown. They'll take over on their own two-yard line. Oh, they're in a big hole here, though, as they need to do something uh, offensively to get out of the shades of their own goalpost. 5.28 on the clock here. 18-0 Mountaineers. Deckerville with a first and 10 on their own three-yard line. Palmer drops back. He's going to throw the football. Throws it out here in the flat, and it's no good. It was thrown well short of Roski that time as Palmer was hit just after he threw the football. He had no time at all to throw that football. Daring play there by Coach Brown. I was going to say, uh, uh, he came out, Coach Brown came out and says, we're going to come out throwing, everybody expecting them to run, but uh, weren't able to execute that pass play out to Roski. Well, he had Messing a little open short that time. We'll see if they're going to come up with something a little shorter pattern. Uh, they haven't been able to get the ball to anyone so far. Roski is split to the left. Out to the right goes Trohill. 
Palmer looks over the defense, drops back, gives to the second man through. A little bit of running room off the right side for Messing as he breaks a tackle. Maybe gets a couple yards on the play. Gets him a little running room at least uh, up close to the five-yard line. See where they finally mark it. That's where it's going to be, right at the five-yard line. It'll be third down now and seven to go. Now, I've never seen uh, Palmer rush this much all year long as far as being able to throw the football. He's really had uh, trouble getting time, so they may have to shorten the routes, go something short here to Richard Merriman. Third down and seven. Roski to the left, Trohill to the right. Palmer drops back. He's going to throw the football. Throws it out here again over the hands of uh, Roski. Uh, he was open, but the pass was a little overthrown, covered out there that time by Matt uh, Klink, and it's going to have to be a punting situation for the Deckerville Eagles. And uh, Merriman will be punting at the back of his end zone, so uh, very important here that he gets a good snap. Fourth and seven for the Deckerville Eagles. 4.40 on the clock, so the Mountaineers are going to get great field position uh, on this one. Airman stepping uh, close to the end zone, gets a low snap from center, gets it away, though, and he kicks it away from the receiver, and it uh, it rolls, takes a Deckerville roll. It's going to roll into uh, Mountaineer territory, and it's going to be killed back on the 41-yard line of the Mountaineers. What a kick by Richard Merriman. It'll be first and 10 for the Mountaineers when we come back. Sheldon Medical Supply, where the customers do the talking, like Dale Coggill of Sandusky. They're always friendly and kind, and they're always on time. And if you have a medical emergency, it doesn't matter what hour it is, they come out in the middle of the night. They bring oxygen and tubing. Dale, how long have you depended on Sheldon Medical Supply? About 15 years. That's Sheldon Medical Supply in Sandusky, Bad Axe, Carroll, Marysville, Mount Pleasant, and Saginaw. Call toll-free 1-800-922-5101 for all of your home health care needs. There are people you can rely on because they're from your own hometown, and they've never failed to be on time. Well, back we are, and the give is to the halfback Watts on a kind of a little reverse uh, play, and it gets a pretty good yardage, a gain of about six yards. Nathan Pearson finally brings him down, but not after, uh, not until they got good yardage on first down. Marked on their 46-yard line, second down and four. Give to the halfback, and this time nothing there for Watts as he was hit almost as soon as he got the football, maybe lost a foot or so on the play. Nathan Pearson again, along with Ludwig Schultz, stopping him for a loss of about one. Third down and four for the uh, Mountaineers. They have the ball on their own 47-yard line after that great punt by Richard Merriman as it took a Deckerville roll, hit just inbounds, and rolled all the way to the 41. So here's a third and four with a chance maybe for the Eagles to get the ball back if they can hold them on this play. Here, Colosi drops back. He's going to throw the football. Has time. Has a man open over the middle, and it's caught. First down for the Mountaineers as he's having his way. Watts once again on the reception, and it's going to be marked on the Deckerville 42-yard line. Well, they had pretty good pressure on Per Kolosi. It looked like uh, he was bottled up there pretty good, and he kind of threw that in a, in a pack of players, and Watts was able to come up with it for the first down. Give him 11 yards on the play. First and 10 on the Deckerville 42. 3.04 to go here in this one in the first half. And Deckerville jumped offside, so that's going to give him a quick five-yard penalty. One of the few mistakes today Eagles have made as far as penalties. 
although there was a big holding penalty that almost uh, resulted in another touchdown. Well, the Eagles defensive line jumped a little bit. It could have been a hard count there by Pericolosi. So it's going to be first and five now as they move the ball down uh, almost six yards that time on the penalty walk-off on the Deckerville 37. First and five, 2.50 to go here in the first half. 18-0 Mountaineers over the Deckerville Eagles. Pericolosi gives off the break, coming around the right side, trying to get to the outside, and finally does get some running room, and he's knocked out of bounds finally, but not before he gets the first down, down to the 21-yard line. Bray broke loose and gained about 15 yards. Now well, that was a power sweep right as he had a three blockers out in front of him. He was able to turn that up good, got some good blocking in front of him, and got the first down. Ball's marked on the 21-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. First and 10 with 2.40 on the clock, and the clock stopped because he went out of bounds. Pericolosi looking over the Deckerville defense. Takes the snap, drops back, gives to the halfback off the left side. He has some running room, fighting his way for some room. His watch gets three or four yards as they're just pounding their way and hoping to get in the end zone one more time before the half, a gain of seven. And Brian Miller got a hold of his legs and stopped him from getting any more, but he's still got seven yards on that first down play. Second and three for the uh, Mountaineers on the Deckerville 15-yard line. Pericolosi brings him out, splits a man to the left. Wing back to the right. Takes the snap, drops back, gives to the fullback up the middle. Not much there for Watts this time as he's hit almost immediately, and it's going to bring up a third down, again on the play of a yard at third and two. And the weather's uh, getting deteriorating here a little bit, Nord, as it begins to kind of sleet and snow a little bit. They're going to have to think about whether they want the football or they want the wind in that second half. I guess if you're behind 18 to nothing, you're going to take the win. Pericolosi back to throw the football, and he throws it, and it's caught. And they're going to say it's a good catch and out of bounds, but a first down inside the 10-yard line. Mark it on the 9, so a gain on the play of about uh, six yards. It's going to be first and goal. Gain of six, it'll be first and goal from the nine-yard line. He's having his way throwing the football. uh, Throwing it much better than I thought he'd be able to. First and goal from the Deckerville nine. Pitch to the right to Bray, and Bray is hit in the backfield and loses some yardage, but penalty flag is thrown. Uh, We'll see if this is going to go against the uh, Mountaineers. Uh, it was thrown in there. It looked like it could have been a hold against one of the Mountaineers. See what the call is, and I'm sure they're going to want to push him back as Richard Merriman comes over to the official, and uh, they go over it, and uh, uh, coaches are over there saying, take the penalty, take the penalty. <laughs> and he's going to do that. The Eagles would just like to get out of the half here without allowing any more points to go on the board as we're down to 125 left in the half. 15-yard walk-off at the 125-yard mark here on the clock, and uh, 18-0, you want to take the penalty and push them back. It's out over the 21-yard line now, and the Eagles are out of the shade of their own goalposts, hoping they can keep them out of the end zone. First down and uh, 25. They're going to throw the ball again. Pericolosi has a man, but it's intercepted by Palmer. 
Palmer off the right side has some running room. He's up to the 40, to the 45, breaks the tackle. He's still on his feet inside the 40-yard line of the Mountaineers to the 30-yard line, and he's knocked down there close to the 25, where it's going to be first down for the Deckerville Eagles with 103 on the clock and a chance maybe to get some points on the board here in this first half. No yep. flags on the play. Ryan Palmer in the center there was able to pick that off, and uh, the amazing part is the great run back he had. He had a lot of people in front of him, but he kept going and going and going, got all the way down to, it looks like they're going to mark it about the 30-yard line of the Mountaineers. Now let's see what, he must have stepped out of bounds back on the 42. As they moved it back to the 42, evidently he stepped out of bounds. In any event, the Eagles got it first and 10. First and 10 on the 42-yard line of Iron Mountain as the Deckerville Eagles with 103 on the clock have the football give to the uh, first man through and not much there for the Deckerville Eagles as they lose some yardage on the play the ball is going to be marked back close to the 45 yard line as uh, they lost uh, five yards on the play well they're not getting the job done up front so far and that's uh, something that hasn't happened to the Eagles much this year second and 15 as uh, Palmer yells out the play drops back he's going to give to the Halfback coming up the middle and not much there. Maybe a gain on the play. Uh, looked like uh, not much there for the halfback messing. Gain of one, a timeout Deckerville. They trail 18 to nothing with 26 seconds on the clock. We'll take a timeout and be right back. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is the place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Jim Cron and everyone at Keys Radio in Sandusky would like to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's semifinal game. Keys Radio is the largest thumb cellular agent and been selling and servicing cellular phones since the beginning. Now is the time to come on in and select a gift that keeps on giving, a thumb cellular phone. Be sure to check out all the anniversary specials during Keys Radio's gigantic sale going on all this week at Keys Radio in Sandusky. Orozki was split to the left on that play, and uh, the pass was to him from Palmer, but Matt Klink came in there and tipped the ball away at the last second. Otherwise, it would have been a big game, maybe a touchdown for the Eagles. Yeah, Orozki was behind him, but Klink was able to just barely get his hand on it. The ball had got through there. Orozki could have possibly had a score. Fourth and 14. Only rushing four now, so the Eagles had a lot of time on that last one. Palmer throws it out. It goes behind the back of uh, Messing. Messing never knew the ball was thrown. Palmer was rushed, and he threw it away. Incomplete pass. And with uh, 17 seconds on the clock, I'm not going to be surprised that the Mountaineers don't just kneel down and go into the locker room on this one. Now the ball's on the 45-yard line of the Mountaineers. And uh, they have a commanding 18 to nothing lead here. First and 10 on their own 46-yard line as they move it up a yard. 17.5 uh, seconds on the clock. I think they're just going to hand it off to Bray and hope to get as much as they can on this one. They're out of timeout, the Mountaineers are. Pericolosi looking over the defense, drops back. No, he throws the football, and he hits his big uh, in, 
and for some good yardage, uh, the ball's going to be marked down. And just when we think they aren't going to do that, they complete a pass down to the 37-yard line. They get the clock stopped because of the first down. Luke got open on that one and uh, caught the pass. This could be the last play of the first half. Pericolosi, though, knocks the ball down, and uh, the clock is going to be stopped with 5.9 seconds on the clock. Maybe a second or two ran off there too quick, uh, but uh, he did stop the clock, and he'll be able to set up something uh, for one last play here in this first half. Well, he didn't have to worry about getting a first down, so he spiked the ball so that he would be able to come over and get a set play here because this probably will be the last play of the half. And more than likely, they'll go for something into the end zone or something possibly that could get to the end zone. They split Luke out to the right. Pericolosi takes the snap and fakes the handoff. He comes back. He has some time, throws the football, has a man open. It's caught there, but it's going to be down on about the 15-yard line, and that's going to be it. The score at the halfway mark, it's been all Mountaineers. They got 18 points in that first quarter, uh, 12 in the first quarter, 6 here in the second quarter to take an 18-0 lead at the halfway mark. You're listening to WMI 660 Sandusky and WTGV-FM Sandusky. We'll be right back. Stan, Linda, and Ashley, and everybody at the Wayside Inn would like to thank the Deckerville Eagles for a great season and wish them the best of luck in today's game. And, of course, the Wayside team is ready to serve your holiday banquet. Just pick up the phone and call Linda now at 376-4148. And for prime rib that just tops them all, you know the Wayside's reputation. Come on out tonight and join your friends at the Wayside Inn on M25 on the Wayside, nine miles north of Fort Sanilac. Cold weather on the way. Thumb Rainer Garage Doors of Sandusky has the Rainer Tricor Series doors to keep the cold weather out this winter. Russ Graff from Craft Service Center recently had Rainer doors installed in their shop and tells us more. Well, we have Rainer Garage Doors on both the body shop and our new service center in Marlette, and we are very pleased with them. The quality is excellent, they operate smoothly and quietly, and they are very pleasing to look at. When we had Thumb Rainer install them at our Marlette Road location four years ago, we noticed our heat bills dropped by 25% over the winter. Rainer doors are very well insulated. And Greg Stone and the staff of Thumb Rainer did an excellent job at installation, and they did it in a very timely manner. I'd highly recommend Thumb Rainer garage doors to anyone. If you'd like to see how nicely they work, stop by either Craft Automotive on Marlette Road or our brand new service center on M53 in Marlette. Stop in for more details on quality Rainer garage doors and accessories at Thumb Rainer garage doors on M9 south of Sandusky or call us toll free at 1-888-RAINER-1. Two names that mean reliability and dependability. The Deckerville Do It Best Building Center and DeWalt. Hi, this is Paul Nutzman. Here at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center, we offer a selection of DeWalt drills, cordless screwdrivers, sanders, and jigsaws, plus many other quality DeWalt products. Remember, you get quality products at economical prices and always personal service. So for quality DeWalt power tools, see us today at the Deckerville Do It Best Building Center. I love saving money and time at the Do It Best store. 
John and Sue Meisner of Birchfield Photographic Studio would like to wish the high school teams the best of luck in sports competition. Right now is the time to get the family together for that holiday portrait. Family portraits make great gifts as well as great remembrances. Senior portraits are also a specialty at Birchfield. For information or appointment, call 810-648-4320. Birchfield Photographic Studio, three and a half miles west of M19 on the Marlett Road, your photography headquarters. Well, back we are at Gaylord High School with uh, the halftime here. Mountaineers leading the Deckerville Eagles 18 to nothing. And uh, things started off poorly for the Eagles right away, uh, Tom, as they took over on their own 37. It was three and out. They punted the ball, and uh, it ended up on the uh, 44-yard line of the Mountaineers, and they had little trouble moving the football down the field after that short punt. Well, they did it with the pass, and uh, it was a seven-yard pass. Uh, to Watts for the touchdown at the 6.02 mark of that first quarter that got uh, the Mountaineers their first score. Well, they had uh, three pass plays in that drive, a 14-yard pass and then 35 yards to Bray and an acrobatic catch for him, and then that one to Watts for the touchdown. Uh, and uh, the fortunate thing for the Deckerville Eagles, I think, is that uh, the extra points have been a problem so far for the Mountaineers, so they trail by three scores, but three scores could make a big difference here with uh, no extra points being made by the Mountaineers. Well, uh, in that event, the, the Eagles wouldn't necessarily have to make their extra points to uh, get back in this with three scores. Well, two scores get you back within a field goal, really, <laughs> when you look at it that way, because uh, that would be 18-16, and uh, you never know what could happen. But the uh, Eagles have been dominated. Uh, their uh, second possession was another three and out, another short punt uh, for the Deckerville Eagles, and the Mountaineers took over on the Deckerville 38-yard line, and uh, a 35-yard TD pass got them in the end zone again as uh, the Mountaineers uh, led 12 to nothing with 3.51 to go here in, uh, for, in the first quarter. And it's been the passing of uh, Pericolosi that uh, has really been the difference. It's, uh, that score came on a 35-yarder. He was 8 for 11 with one interception that uh, first half. Well, the Eagles took over again after the uh, second touchdown uh, with uh, not getting the extra point. It was 12 to nothing. They had the ball on their own 35-yard line at the 341 mark here in the first quarter. Uh, they uh, got their first first down of the game, but it took place uh, on an interference penalty, so they really didn't move the football at all the first half. No, they didn't. Uh, like you said, the only first down they were able to achieve was because of an interference call. And uh, those big holes that we're used to seeing by that offensive line uh, from the Eagles just haven't been happening here this afternoon. Well, at the end of the first quarter, it was 12-0 in favor of the Mountaineers. And then early in the second quarter, on the 22-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles, uh, another uh, one-yard TD run this time by Jason Bray. And they got into the end zone. The extra point was no good. It was 18 to nothing. And the Deckerville Eagles found themselves uh, with a deep hole that they've not been able to climb out of in this first half. And uh, the one thing that uh, the Eagles were able to do is they were able to stop a couple of uh, times. They stopped the Mountaineers a couple times deep into Deckerville territory, or this score could uh, be 24 to nothing or possibly uh, 30 to nothing. Well, a great punt by Richard Merriman uh, helped the Deckerville Eagles at least get out of the hole there late in the second quarter, or else it could have been more for the Mountaineers, who dominated, had uh, fourth and goal, and had and did not get into the end zone. 
on an incomplete pass uh, late in the second quarter, or else it could have been 24 to nothing. Yes, it could have been, and that uh, great punt you talked about, uh, Richard was punting from uh, the back of his own end zone, and uh, the Mountaineers came after him. He got a low kick away and got a good roll, and it went all the way down to the 40-yard line of the Mountaineers, so that uh, really helped them field position-wise. An interception by Palmer brought the ball back to the 42-yard line of uh, the Mountaineers late in the second quarter, but then once again the uh, Eagles were unable to uh, move the football, two or three incomplete passes, and the Mountaineers took over and ran out the clock in that first half, and it's 18 to nothing, and it's been kind of a uh, frustrating first half for the Eagles. Yes, it has, and uh, the Eagle coaching staff will have their work cut out for them making adjustments because... Uh, They've got to solve the problems that's happening up front in uh, getting their running game going and also protecting Palmer. 3 uh, 13.05 to go here in the halftime from Gaylord. 18 to nothing. the Mountaineers over the Deckerville Eagles after the first half of play. We'll be back with more in our halftime after these messages. Choices. We all make them every day. From choosing a restaurant to choosing a financial services provider, having a choice is a good thing. At Eastern Michigan Bank, we want to offer you as many choices as you need to conduct your financial affairs through us, your locally owned community bank. That's why we've established a brokerage service that will enable our customers to take advantage of all available options today's investor needs. From financial planning and portfolio management to buying and selling individual stocks. Eastern Michigan Bank can now help you with those financial needs, too. Eastern Michigan Bank, not just the best bank for checking and savings, but for your complete financial resources and your best choice for handling all your financial needs. Eastern Michigan Bank, growing with you. Call for more information today. Member FDIC. If you're age 50 or older, we'll give you an auto insurance discount from Auto Owners Insurance. Mature drivers have fewer and less costly accidents, so we'll charge you less for your personal auto insurance. Insure both your car and home with us and qualify for more premium discounts through Auto Owners Insurance. The staff of Stone Insurance Agency in Deckerville wishes the Deckerville Eagles the best in tonight's game. The staff of Bacchus Oil Company in Carsonville would like to salute the Deckerville Eagles football team for their perfect season and wish them the best of luck in the playoffs ahead. You know, for almost 80 years, the Bacchus Oil team has been the perfect team for your petroleum products, and they strive to serve you in the oncoming winter months. Bacchus Oil Company of Carsonville, a friend of your family since 1922. Make that call for keep full service right now. 657-9581. For quality BP gas, groceries, the Michigan Lottery, party supplies, videos, and much, much more, depend on Criner's Corner at the corner of M25 and Deckerville Roads. Criner's Corner is open seven days a week. Every Wednesday is two-for-one video rentals with new arrivals weekly. Hunting licenses and supplies are available. 12-gauge shotgun shells are two for $5. For all of your beverage and party needs and quality BP products, it's Griner's Corner on M25 at Deckerville Road, extending best wishes to the Deckerville Eagles in sports competition. Well, the dominance of the Mountaineers uh, in this football game shows in the statistics, Tom. 8 for 11 for Pericolosi and... Uh, uh, 0 for 7 for the Deckerville Eagles, 9 first downs to 1, and that 1 was by penalty for the Deckerville Eagles. 
It's uh, been total domination, and uh, that's what we talked about, uh, the Eagles having their work cut out for them, uh, trying to make adjustments at halftime and trying to come out of that locker room with a good attitude and a good game plan for that second half to try to come back from this 18-point deficit. Well, I think you're going to have to challenge them at halftime to come out and play a little better on the line, give Palmer a little more time, get some blocking, be able to move the football. They certainly aren't out of this football game uh, with an 18-0 deficit. Uh, they know, and they've been a good second-half team all year long, so the third quarter is going to be really important for the Deckerville Eagles. Can they come out uh, with a challenge to them and move the football, get a score right away, get the momentum back in uh, their way, and... Uh, maybe come back and win this football game. Well, I think if you recall back to the Armada game, they were down by 10 or 12 points in that ball game in the second half and uh, came back. So they know, these young men know, that they have the ability to come back. We've been saying all year long, they're a second-half football team, and they'll definitely be put to the test to that to this afternoon. Well, it, uh, the field uh, really hasn't been uh, that much of a factor in this one. Both teams seem to be able to hold their footing. We haven't had a lot of slipping and falling down, so uh, it's held together uh, pretty well, and uh, you don't see any chunks of sod or anything uh, out on the field, so it, it hasn't been a factor. I know the wind has been a factor. We've had a couple poor punts that have gave uh, teams good field position, but basically big plays have been the difference in this football game. That one big play uh, by Bray when he was able to make that acrobatic catch when it looked like the Eagle, Eagles had uh, Pericosi stuffed. And uh, he just got that ball out of there, and it was a poor pass, but Bray was able to come up with it. That was a huge play for the Mountaineers. The Mountaineers have had people open. They've been able to execute and, and come up with the plays when they had to on third downs and fourth downs, and uh, the Eagles have not gotten themselves in good field position or in good position on third down plays to maybe have a short yardage. Uh, you, you know, you want to get three, four, five yards on first down. They haven't been able to do that the whole first half. That's exactly right. They need to get their offensive running game going and uh, keep the ball in their offense's hands. The, the defense for the Eagles has been on the field a good share of the time this first half. And uh, they're probably fortunate uh, that they're only down 18 to nothing as much as their defense was put on the field. Well, don't forget the winner of this game will play the winner of Goebbels Britain Deerfield at the Silverdome next Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. And, uh, of course, if the Eagles can come back and win this one, we certainly will be there to cover that one. We're at halftime here at Gaylord High School where the Deckerville Eagles trail the Mountaineers from Iron Mountain 18 to nothing at the half. We'll be right back. Now at Graf, Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile in Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. All 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2,000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2,000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today. Take a test drive and get a free turkey. It's the Overstock Explosion. 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Kraft Chevrolet Buick Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky.
The Craft Service Center on M53 at the North End of Marlette's open and ready to serve you. The Craft Service Center features state-of-the-art automotive repair equipment and trained mechanics that can handle any aspect of automotive repair, from brakes and alignments, glass repair, exhaust work, engine repair, and more. The all-new Craft Service Center on M53 at the North End of Marlette. Call 517-635-2236. Best wishes to the area high school teams and sports action from everyone at Albright Sand and Gravel of Sandusky. Right now, during the cold weather season, is the time to plan that driveway or parking lot project. For information, just call Albright's at 810-672-9272. Then when spring arrives, they'll be ready to do the job. Albright's also handle crushed gravel, fill sand, topsoil, crushed gravel, and much more. That's Albright Sand and Gravel, serving the Thumb and Blue Water area since 1954. Well, the forecast is pretty simple. Today, right through Sunday, you can plan on a breezy, cold setting. There'll be light snow showers to deal with, some slippery spots on the roads. Our daytime highs, both today and Sunday, will be about 31 to 34 degrees. And those overnight lows, back to about 25 to 28. For Sunday night and Monday, the snow showers will become more widespread and a little heavier as well. Our overnight low Sunday night, about 25 to 28 degrees. The high on Monday, 30 to 33. Some snow showers again on Tuesday. Even a few flurries Wednesday before we get into Thanksgiving Day and have partly sunny skies. I'm meteorologist Judy Coy at the WMICW-TGV Weather Center. Currently in downtown Sandusky, we have a temperature of 32 degrees. With winds coming from the west to southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. We'll go back to Gaylord right after these few messages. This game is brought to you in part by Schneeburgers in Cass City. Bud and Russ, Kim, Al, and Steve would like to say, Go get them, Eagles, and thanks for a great season. And seasonal savings are awaiting you right now at Schneeburgers in Cass City on the complete selection of dinette sets. Perfect for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any time. For appliances, TVs, furniture, well, you name it, it's a superstar that people have relied on for more than 40 years. Selection, savings, and service from where? else Schneeburgers in downtown Cass City. How would you like to have a handyman around your home to hang Christmas lights, install paneling, replace faucets, change furnace filters, install windows for free? Just enter Warren Carter Lumber's Win a Handyman Contest. First prize, four hours labor free. Second prize, three hours free labor. Third prize, two hours labor free. And fourth prize, one hour labor. Four prizes awarded at each store. Drawing is this Saturday, November 18th at 3.30 p.m. Register and get contest details at your nearest Warren Carter location in Sandusky, Crosswell in Yale. No purchase necessary. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's game. We hope that you, the listeners, are enjoying the game and hope that the Eagles make it to the Silver Dome next Saturday. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call the office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before November 30th and receive free installation just by mentioning you heard this ad on WMIC and WTGV. Best of luck to the Deckerville Eagles and thanks for a great season. Season from everyone at Adelphia Communications. School in our halftime uh, for the uh, Deckerville Eagles game against the Iron Mountain Mountaineers. Right now, the Mountaineers on top, 18 to nothing. Both teams still in the locker room here late in this halftime, but uh, the weather starting to be more of a factor as it looks like snow squalls are moving in. It's uh, still very windy, and I, I, I would think that. Uh, my prognosis of about a 25-mile-an-hour wind is pretty true, uh, Tom. It, uh, that flag is standing straight out uh, from the northwest. Well, there's no question it's definitely affecting the kicking game because uh, 
Any time that uh, the Eagles had to kick against that wind, it uh, it just caught that ball and stopped it right up there. The Mountaineers got to be pretty happy about both sides of the football. They've uh, had their way offensively, uh, mostly throwing the football. They haven't really run the ball that good. They've had two or three decent runs, but uh, they haven't pounded the ball and grounded out like I think they thought they could. But the Eagles just have been stifled uh, both uh, running and passing the football, mainly because there hasn't been any time for the Deckerville Eagles to do uh, either one. Well, they haven't had time to throw, and uh, the backs really haven't had the holes to run through. And I'm sure that uh, the line coaches are going to work hard on trying to get to, uh, make adjustments uh, to get a scheme that uh, is a little better. They're blocking up front. Uh, Take a look at what's what's happening, and uh, uh, I don't I don't hardly believe that they're any, they're any more physical up front than we are, and I don't think they're any more motivated than we are. I think they just need to make some adjustments, and uh, we could see a different uh, second half. Per Colosi has uh, had one good run, but he's thrown the ball so uh, well. The first half, eight for eleven, we've had one interception, but the Eagles are going to have to uh, come up with a little more pressure on him and do a little better uh, to give Palmer time for this Eagle offense, which we know can have big plays of their own and come up with uh, maybe a touchdown early in this third quarter. Uh, the first half did not start out good for the Eagles. They were three and out, lost some yardage, and uh, ended up giving the ball right to uh, the Mountaineers in good field position. Well, the one thing, North, that I expected we'd see more of was uh, turnovers and mistakes, but not really many mistakes on either side and uh, turnovers. We only saw the one turnover the first half, and that was an interception by Palmer, but uh, there was no points uh, that uh, were scored out of that, so turnovers have not been a key. Well, each team has one interception. Uh, one fumble by the Mountaineers was recovered by uh, one of their players, so that wasn't a factor. Both teams are back on the field. It's 18 to nothing in favor of the Mountaineers. We'll get started with the second half when we return on WMIC 660 and WTGVFM Sandusky. For years, Deckerville residents have shopped the Deckerville IGA for all their grocery needs. At the Deckerville IGA, you'll find a full-service bakery, deli, and meat department with friendly, helpful staff to serve you. Each and every week, the Deckerville IGA has specials to help stretch your food shopping dollar. At Bays to Shop at the Deckerville IGA, open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., Sundays from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Deckerville IGA is also proud to support high school sports and wishes the athletes the best this season. Now at Graf, Chevrolet, Buick, Oldsmobile, and Sandusky, it's an overstock explosion. All 2,000 model vehicles in stock must go. And Graf is selling at GMS price to everyone. Hurry, only 28 left. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,500. Interest rates as low as 1.9%. Save over $10,000 on a 2,000 Buick Park Avenue. Reduced to 27106 How about a 2,000 Chevy Silverado 4x4? Now $15,705. You save over $5,200. Come in today, take a test drive, and get a free turkey. It's the overstock explosion. 2,000 vehicles are going out the door at great savings at Kraft, Chevrolet, Buick, Oldsmobile on M46 next to Kmart in Sandusky.
value is more than a fair price, it's quality, service, and convenience, too. All the things you'll find at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Deckerville Auto Parts. From batteries to filters, oils, tools, and quality Napa Auto Parts, Deckerville Auto Parts has it all. Visit your Napa store, Deckerville Auto Parts, today. Napa, they keep America running. Claim service is important. We can take the worry out of insurance claims with no problem protection through Auto Owners Insurance. As one of the top companies in the United States for claim service, you'll enjoy a quick and fair settlement of your personal or business loss. In fact, we're known as the no problem people because service is our claim to fame. See Tim Sheridan, Tom Absey, and Sharon Nuremberg at the Sheridan McLaren Agency at 16 Lincoln Street in Sandusky. Well, back we are as the snow is picked up here at Gaylord High School, and it looks like it's going to be a little sloppier second half as the wind continues to blow out of that northwest. Uh, both teams are back on the field, and we're just about ready to start the uh, third quarter. And it looks to me like uh, Gaylord is going to, or rather Iron Mountain is going to receive the second half as they defer for the first half, and that puts the Eagles kicking with the wind, uh, which might help them here in this third quarter. Well, they'll have the win the third quarter, and uh, we've talked about it all year long. The way you come out of that locker room to start that second half sets the tone for the second half of play. And with the wind at their back, they'll need to come out on fire and make something happen here early to get back in this ball game. Well, even though Iron Mountain's going to have the football, uh, the Deckerville Eagles need to pin them back or get a turnover on the kickoff and get them south in, uh, uh, to set the tone for this second half. Well, don't be surprised Richard Merriman kicks it right through the end zone with the wind at his back here. Here we go, the second half of football. The Mountaineers leading the Deckerville Eagles 18 to nothing as the second half gets underway with a Richard Merriman kickoff. And he boots it long and deep, goes to the right sideline, and it rolls past him into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback, and it'll come out to the 20-yard line. First and 10 for the Mountaineers, and you're right, Tom. He got his foot into that one. You know, he's been a, a great kicker for the Eagles all year long, and uh, it's really helped field position for their team all year long. Well, the Eagles, uh, with pretty decent... Uh, field position right now with the Mountaineers backed up on their own 20-yard uh, line. Third quarter gets underway here. No clock uh, tickoff on that one as uh, first and 10 on the 20. Pericolosi brings him out, wings the man out to the right. That's Bray. He's in motion. Fake to uh, the first man through and uh, given to the fullback. Fullback uh, looks for a little running room and doesn't have it as the Eagles stop him for almost no gain. We'll see if they got past the 20. They didn't. Uh, maybe a foot, but we're going to say second and 10. That was Watts and Gordon Hardy there to make the stop with basically no gain on that play. A good start for the Eagles. Watts lines up in the backfield. This time Bray comes back there with him and they wing uh, the uh, other man out there, Ellis. Pericolosi drops back. He's going to Give it on the sweep to Bray. Bray gets to the right side. He has some running room. He's over the 30 to the 40 to the 45. And finally, just short of the 50-yard line as Bray on that sweep uh, was able to get to the outside. And there's an indication that the footing out there is pretty darn good when he can run almost 30 yards, Tom. And he got the, that power sweep right. And uh, they just pushed the Eagles back on that play. Got it up to near midfield. Good play for them. 
First and 10, 28-yard run for Bray. They're on their own 48-yard line, just underway here in the third quarter, and the Eagles let them out uh, from their goal line, and now they have a first and 10 with great field position. Wing right. Pericolosa, and there's going to be a five-yard walk-off against the Deckerville Eagles. A little antsy on that left side that time as uh, Andrew McConaughey jumped off sides. Now let's see if he was drawn off or not. Nope, they're, uh, they're discussing it, and they're saying offsides. He got into that neutral zone that time, and, uh, and they're going to have a first and five once again. So things have not started out good for the Deckerville Eagles as the Mountaineers have the ball in their territory on their own 47. First and five. They walked off about four yards on the far side. One back. Dropping back, Pericolosi gives it to Bray. Bray trying to get to the outside, gets another first down as he fights his way close to the 40-yard line of the Deckerville Eagles. He'll have first and 10 on the 42. Now that's that same sweep play, and it's uh, Vogel and Roski making the tackle, but when Vogel and Roski are making the tackle in the defensive backfield, that's not good for the Eagles. First and 10 on the Deckerville 42-yard line, just underway here in the third quarter. Snowy and cold with the... Pretty strong winds here at Gaylord High School, and hasn't been that big of a factor, especially when you keep it on the ground like uh, our Mountaineers are right now, and I'm sure they're going to be happy to do that. Brain motion again, giving to the fullback this time, looking for some running room and not getting much as Watts as he hits the right side of the line, maybe got one, maybe two yards. Vogel and Pearson in there for the Eagles, stopping Watts. We'll give them two, second and eight for the Mountaineers. Ball just inside the Deckerville 40. Almost a three-yard gain as they move the chain up a little bit further. 10-15 to go here in the third quarter. Mountaineers leading 18 to nothing. They have the football in Deckerville territory. Split out to the left is Derek Luke. Split backs in the backfield. Man in motion is Bray. Given to the fullback again. He doesn't go anywhere. He lost some yardage on the play as he's knocked back down on the 40-yard line. It'll be a loss of a half a yard. We'll still call it uh, third down and eight. Gordy Hardy getting good penetration there from that defensive tackle spot. Stopped Watts for a loss. This has been a play that has plagued the Eagles all day long, a third down and eight, and uh, the Mountaineers have had their way uh, with third down plays. They split uh, Derek Luke out to the left, split the backs in the backfield. No one in motion is Paragosi drops back. He has a man open downfield. Pick it off. And it's t- stolen away by the... Oh, dropped uh, for an incomplete pass. It looked like Trohill was going to come away with that, but I think the receiver down there knocked it away. Well, Trohill had position. And it looked like he was going to pick it off, but uh, wasn't able to hold on. It'll bring up fourth down in any event, and the Mountaineers will have to punt for the first time tonight. Well, there's an indication of throwing into the wind, Tom. That ball fluttered and was there for the taking for the Deckerville Eagles. See if they get off the field. Merriman trying to get off, and he does. Good snap from... Oh, he fumbled the snap from center, but got it away, and it's a poor kick. It went up straight in the air and goes out of bounds, and the Deckerville Eagles will have the ball up over their 35-yard line. Mark it on the... uh, almost to the 40 uh, of their own 40. Very poor punt. And they got it uh, the punt basically went to about the line of scrimmage. The Eagles will have good field position for their first offensive possession here of the second half, and they need to come out and move the football. 
9.20 to go here in the uh, third quarter. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles from their own 40-yard line. They got about two yards on that punt. See if the Eagles can move the football. They have good field position. Palmer out, takes the snap, gives to the first man through. There's some running room off the left side. C.J. Bowling's on the run. He is going to be tackled short of the goal line, but he has a big run all the way down to the 15-yard line as the Eagles, on a big trap play right away, get about 50 yards. Well, that's the type of running that we're used to seeing out of the Eagles as Bowling broke through there and uh, had one man to beat, but DeGroote was able to catch him from behind, but not before C.J. Bowling got it all the way down to the 15-yard line of the Mountaineers. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They mark it right on the 15-yard line. We're going to go 47 yards on that play for the Deckerville Eagles. Just on the 15, so it's 45-yard run for C.J. Bowling. Biggest play of the day for the Deckerville Eagles. Trohill in motion. Dropping back, Palmer giving to Messi. Messing off the right side. He gets some running room. Three or four yards off that right side. Good positive yardage on first down play for the Deckerville Eagles. 8.49 to go here in the third quarter. Deckerville is on the move. Gain of three. And make it second and seven for the Eagles. And uh, these first two plays have looked a lot different than the first half for them. As, uh, they got some new life here. They challenged that line to come out and do the job, and uh, so far they have. They've opened some holes for the Deckerville Eagles. Palmer brings them out. Wing left, Trollhill in motion. Long count, and they jump off sides, and I think the Deckerville Eagles drew them off sides. Nope, it was one of the Eagles moving. Uh, they went to the long count. One of the Eagles uh, didn't hold that long count. And left in for the Eagles. Uh Came out of his stance, and it cost the Eagles. From the 17-yard line, C.J. Bowling for 17 yards. That same play that he gained 45 yards on was successful again, and uh, just some good blocking up front there, and C.J. went in untouched. Here's the all-important two-point conversion, though, for the Deckerville Eagles. They only trail now by 12 points. 7.58 to go here in this third quarter. The Eagles came out smartly and drove right down the field. C.J. Bowling getting the most of the yardage. They line up with the wing left. That's Trohill on the left side. He goes in motion. Back they go. They fake. Go in the end zone. It's caught by Richard Merriman. And it's a 18-8 ball game. The Eagles trailing by only eight, uh, 10 points right now. 7.58 on the clock. We'll be right back. Whether it's football, baseball, soccer, basketball, or any other sport, it's fun. But sometimes accidents occur. If you have that misfortune, see your doctor. And if they recommend a brace or other means of support, have them call Sheldon Medical Supply. With six locations in Sandusky, Bad Axe, Carroll, Marysville, Mount Pleasant, and Saginaw, Sheldon Medical Supply serves the area around the clock. They have everything that you need during your period of recuperation, including walkers, canes, and wheelchairs. Trust your home care needs to Sheldon Medical Supply. Thousands of people already do. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, 
stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Back we are. Richard Merriman lining up to kick the football for the Deckerville Eagles, trailing 18-8. Another long kick. It hits at the foot. Oh, he's going to be down right there. They blow the whistle back on the 12-yard line as Bray uh, tried to... Uh, Rosen Bray, it was uh, one of the halfbacks over there. Looked like Matt Klink uh, fell to the ground. Actually picked the ball up with his knee down. Well, he was trying to get to that football, and as he was trying to get to it, uh, the ball was on the ground. He put his knee down, and... Uh, that's exactly what happened. He's going to be down there, and the Eagles are going to have him pinned back all the way. 12-yard line. Yard marker, 12-yard line. First and 10 Iron Mountain, but they're back on their own 12. 7.57 to go here in this third quarter. The Eagles have scored early just what they wanted to do. Here's the sweep coming this way. Bray gets to the outside, cuts back in. This time the Eagles are there to stop. He gets away from one man. He's going to move to the first down markers close to the 20-yard line. I think he's just short of the first down, though. Well, that power sweep to the right that they've had success with, the Eagles had it hemmed in, but Bray did a lot of that on his own, fighting his way up for eight yards. Second and two for the Mountaineers as the uh, Bray has... Uh, been the runner that has done most of the damage to the Deckerville Eagles. And he just kind of picks his way as he gets out there on that sweep. He's lined up in the backfield. They kind of split the backs after this time. Pericolosi looking over the defense, drops back, gives to his fullback 30, and 30 is not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose a little bit on the play, and it's going to be third down and almost three. Well, they stopped Watt, Jim Tanton in there, along with Gordon Hardy. And they didn't let Watts, the fullback, get started. Stopped him for a loss of one. Look for him to give it back to Bray. They have the wide side of the field on the far side. We'll see if they run uh, to that wide side as they split Luke out to the right. Now they're going to move him back in tight. Bray's back in the backfield along with Watts. Give to Bray, going around the left end. They're trying to string him out, but he gets away. He's going to get the first down and more as he's hit, knocked down, but not before he gets almost 10 yards on the play, up close to the 30-yard uh, line, just over the 30. And Ryan Palmer was able to get over there and stop him, but uh, that's been the play that the Mountaineers have been able to uh, rip off chunks yardage with is that sweep play to Bray. First and 10 for the Mountaineers. They mark it right on the 30-yard line. 6.31 to go here in this uh, third quarter. 18-8, the Mountaineers with the lead. Eagles have come out right away and established themselves offensively. Now they need to do something defensively. First and 10, they wing a man out to the left. Watts and Bray in the backfield. Pericolosi is going to run the football. He's trying to get to the outside. He finally does. He is hit, though, and he's going to be dropped for no gain on the play. Maybe lost a yard on the play as Richard Merriman was there to slow him down. He got a piece of him for back on the 25, but then a couple other players came in and cleaned up. Well, Richard Merriman nearly brought him down in the backfield, and then he got away from him, but he ran into big Gordon Hardy, and uh, he paid the price for that. That was going to be a three-yard loss at second down and 13 for the Mountaineers. 5.40 to go now here in this third quarter. Eagles got on the board and have uh, made a ball game of this so far in this uh, second half. Pericolosi with two split backs, Bray in motion. And he fumbled the football. 
He's going to be dropped for a loss. They're fighting for the loose ball. It's still loose, and the Eagles say they have it. We'll see what they come up with, and I think they might have it. They're digging him out back of the pile. It is Deckerville football. Deckerville football back on the 19-yard line as the Eagles uh, hit the quarterback, Pericolosi, and he dropped the football, and the Eagles have a big break. Boy, is that really breathes some air into that Deckerville football team as uh, the touchdown and now this big turnover. Well, uh, they have it on the Iron Mountain 19-yard line, first and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. 5.20 to go here in the third quarter. The Eagles have scored once, and they have the football right back. Wing right this time. Trollhill split to the right. Palmer has Trollhill in motion. Takes the snap from center. Gives to his first man through. Fullback looking for some running room. Not getting much this time. And C.J. Bowling off the right side. And he uh, worked his way up for about one yard is all. It looks like he slipped a little bit as he tried to cut back. Fields get a little sloppy out there. I see some chunks of sod now. So it is going to be a factor before this is over. Second down and nine for the Deckerville Eagles. Clock running, 4.50 to go now here in the third quarter. They trail 18-8, but they're knocking on the door after the Mountaineer turnover. Palmer has a man in motion. That's C.J. Bowling. He drops back. He's going to roll right, throw the football. He has a man out there. It's caught on the right flat and close to a first down for the Deckerville Eagles. I think he does have a first down as he's inside the 10, maybe to the 9-yard line. Well, they just... Uh had C.J. Bowling go out in that right flat out of the backfield, and he was open. Palmer hit him nicely, and C.J. got the first down inside the 10-yard line. Well, they're rolling uh, Palmer out, and that gave him a little more time there, so it's first and goal. Ball's on the Iron Mountain 9-yard line. First and goal for the Deckerville Eagles. Ball is out of bounds, so the clock does stop. Palmer takes the snap, gives to his fullback. Looking for some running room is C.J. Bowling. He may have got a yard out of the play, but not much more than that as that Iron Mountain defense held him up and uh, kept him from getting away. You know, that was their same first down play they ran uh, the last time and uh, about the same results, one yard gain. Plus one on the play. It's second down from the eight-yard line. Second and eight for the Deckerville Eagles. This time they uh, put Troll Hill to the right. And drop back and give the ball again to the fullback. C.J. Bowling fights his way to the five-yard line, maybe to the four as he was finally taken down, but not before he gets uh, three or four yards, and the Eagles are knocking on the door. Well, Murphy got a hold of him, and if he had enough, Bowling was going to be in, and he was able to hang on and bring Bowling down. Third and five for the Deckerville Eagles to get into the end zone once again. See if they go play action and roll to the right, something that they have been successful with so far in the second half. Palmer comes up to the line. Now they wing Trollhill to the left. This is the formation that they've been successful with. Trollhill in motion. C.J. Bowling fakes to him. Going to throw the football. He has Richard Merriman, and it's knocked away. Or rather, it was the Scott Merriman that time. Scott could not pull it in. He would not have been in the end zone, but he'd been right on the goal line. Now, and uh, Palmer was ba- uh, had a hard time getting rid of that football as he was rushed heavily and uh, rolling to his left. So it's now fourth and goal from the five. Do you kick a field goal in this uh, case, or do you uh, call a timeout and kick a field goal? We'll see if they're going to call a timeout. Uh, they're going to kick the kick the field goal. They've thrown the ball out or the shoe out. They're going to call a timeout. 3:21 on the clock. 18-8. Deckerville calls a timeout. We'll be right back. 
Jim Cronin and everyone at Keys Radio in Sandusky would like to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's semifinal game. Keys Radio is the largest thumb cellular agent. They've been selling and servicing cellular phones since the beginning. Now's the time to come on in and select a gift that keeps on giving, a thumb cellular phone. Be sure to check out all the anniversary specials during Keys Radio's gigantic sale going on all this week at Keys Radio in Sandusky. Stan, Linda, and Ashley, and everybody at the Wayside Inn would like to thank the Deckerville Eagles for a great season and wish them the best of luck in today's game. And, of course, the Wayside team is ready to serve your holiday banquet. Just pick up the phone and call Linda now at 376-4148. And for prime rib that just tops them all, you know the Wayside's reputation. Come on out tonight and join your friends at the Wayside Inn on M25 on the Wayside, nine miles north of Port Sanilac. Back we are. The Eagles called a timeout to set up uh, what they are going to try an extra, or rather a field goal. The ball will be marked on about the 14-yard line, so it'll be a 24-yard field goal. The Eagles haven't had one all year long. Snap is all important on this one. Roski is the holder. Gets a good snap. Gets it down. It's up. It looks good. It is. It's good. And the Deckerville Eagles have scored again. 18 to 11 now with 317 still to go here in the third quarter. The Eagles have come back with a couple big plays and uh, 11 points in this third quarter. 317 to go. We'll be right back. We're here talking to yet another satisfied Thumb Rainer Garage Door customer, Bill Ross from Sandusky, New Holland. Bill, can you tell us why you like your Thumb Rainer Garage Doors? Well, there's other companies that make doors. Touchdown now, 18-7 to 7 now, the Deckerville Eagles trail. And here's Richard Merriman's long kick. This one is taken on a 10, fumble there. Bray picks it up, though, and he has some running room off the left side. Breaks a tackle, but he's hit at about the 23-yard line, so the Mountaineers are going to be backed up again here in this third quarter. Momentum has really changed, Tom. Yes, it has. Uh, the Eagles uh, have three minutes left here with the wind at their back, and uh, they've been able to stop the Mountaineers on defense and also pick up a couple scores here in the third quarter. And you look up at the score, they're only one touchdown and an extra point behind after trailing 18 to nothing at the half. 18-11 is the score. The Mountaineers come up. Ray split to the right. Pericolosi looking over the defense. Bray goes in motion. Here's the handoff to him as he goes around the left side. This time he is hit, though, and he isn't going to go anywhere. As the Deckerville Eagle defense diagnosed that one and took him to the ground for almost no gain. Well, they keyed, it looks like they keyed on that sweep play that uh, the Mountaineers have been so successful with. We're able to shut it down for no gain on first down. So it's going to be second and ten for the Mountaineers. No gain on the play by Bray, and that's a play that they've been very successful with. Right now, though, the Deckerville defense has them bottled up on the 23-yard line looking for another turnover and a possible score. Veracruzzi this time with no one in motion. Now they're going to sweep to the other way. They give it on the uh, handoff, and Bray doesn't have much room at all. In fact, he's dropped for a loss by Palmer in there defensively. Well, Palmer shot through a, an opening there. Bray had blockers in front of him, but Palmer shot through those blockers and made a great tackle on Bray for a loss of one. Going to be third down and a long 11. We'll call it almost 12 here. Uh, for the Mountaineers. They're back close to their 20-yard line. They split a couple men out. This time they have Luke out to the left. Pericolosi looking over the defense. 
Drops back. He's going to throw the football into that wind again. He throws it into the ground, though, and uh, almost got a penalty over there as Richard Merriman came up, but he knew better, and he didn't really hit uh, the end out there, and the ball was incomplete, and now with the snow coming down, the Mountaineers are going to have to try that punt again. Well, they never punted at all the first half, and this is their second punt of the second half. The first one was only for about two yards, and uh, it was a bad snap. If the Eagles had come after it, they would have blocked it. Let's see what they do here. They may come after this one. Well, they didn't need to block it. It was only about a two-yard uh, punt. Uh, they come after this one and almost get it. It goes as a short one picked up by Roski at the 45. He gets to the outside, gets away from one man, gets away from another man. He's to the 35 and uh, has the first down for the Deckerville Eagles. They're going to mark it finally on the 25-yard line, maybe the 26. Now, Roski did a good job of fielding that punt after it hit the ground. It was a short punt. It was, it was nearly blocked. Roski came up with it, cut it upfield, brought it all the way back to the 25-yard line of the Mountaineers. Great field position for the Eagles, North. First and 10, 1.33 to go here in the third quarter. The Deckerville Eagles have scored twice, and they have the ball in great field position. Palmer puts uh, no one in motion, fakes to the first man. He's going to throw the football. He has a man open, and it's caught. Caught for a touchdown! Trohill! Touchdown for the Deckerville Eagles! All of a sudden it's 18-17 as Trohill got behind a defensive man. Palmer hit him in stride and he went into the end zone for the touchdown. We'll see if they're going to kick the extra point. I believe the R's. Merriman's looking for a shoe over on the far sideline. 126 on the clock. TD pass and it was 25 yards to uh, the man all alone in the end zone. Troll Hill, and it was play action that set that up. They bit on the play action. Tro, uh, Palmer had lots of time to throw, and Troll Hill got behind the defense, and Palmer hit him. Palmer uh, with a great pass that time. Roski comes out. He's the holder for these extra points, and now here we go. 18-17. Roski looks at the uh, center. Gets a high snap. Gets it down, though. It's up. It looks good. It is. And the Deckerville Eagles have tied things up. It's 18-18, 1.26 on the clock here in the third quarter, and they get the kick with the win when we come back on WMIC 6-6 for the Mountaineers. 1.18 on the clock here in the third quarter. It's tied at 18. The official has a timeout as he's going to check something out. I don't know whether he's got a problem. Bray is coming to the sidelines, and I don't know what's uh, wrong with him. It must be an equipment problem or they wouldn't let him come out. If he has some blood on his arm, that means he has to come out of the ba uh, game. So they're going to have to work on that right away. And we got big snowflakes falling here in Gaylord, as we've seen a little bit of everything here today. We saw bright sunshine when we started, and now we see a lot of clouds and a lot of snow. And that's got to help the Eagles right now because they have the momentum. Field's starting to get a little snow covered now. As Pericolosi looks over the defense, first and ten. No one in motion, gives to the fullback, and nothing there once again for Watts as he has had trouble running the football most of the second half. He's been hit right away. He gets a couple yards on the play. And he was hit initially there right at the line of scrimmage. He was able to fight his way free for, it looks like, maybe two or three yards on his own. Bray comes back into the ball game after getting uh, his arm taken care of with that little bit of blood on the arm. Under a minute now to go here in the third quarter. Split to the right this time is DeGroote. Pericolosi looking over the defense. Dropping back. 
Gives it to Gray off the left side. He goes nowhere. He's hit right away. That's probably going to be the last play of this quarter as he gets uh, two more yards, and it's going to be third down and about six for the uh, Mountaineers. You know, Gordy Hardy gets up the, off the bottom of that pile, and whenever they've tried to run over him, he's really stacked it up there at the defensive line. And it looks like uh, this may be the last play of the quarter. Well, the Mountaineers don't want to run this play because if they don't get a first down, Deckerville will call a timeout, force them to punt the ball into the wind. And that's what's going to happen here. They're going to go ahead and run a play. And it, uh, Pericolosi, is, is he's going to lose big yardage as he is hitting the backfield. And they didn't get a timeout quick enough. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter. End of the third quarter. It's 18-18, Deckerville and Iron Mountain. We'll be back with that final 12 minutes after these messages. Don and Sue Meisner of Birchfield Photographic Studio would like to wish the high school teams the best of luck in sports competition. Right now is the time to get the family together for that holiday portrait. Family portraits make great gifts as well as great remembrances. Senior portraits are also a specialty at Birchfield. For information or appointment, call 810-648-4320. Birchfield Photographic Studio, three and a half miles west of M19 on the Marlett Road, your photography headquarters. If you're age 50 or older, we'll give you an auto insurance discount from Auto Owners Insurance. Mature drivers have fewer and less costly accidents, so we'll charge you less for your personal auto insurance. Insure both your car and home with us and qualify for more premium discounts through Auto Owners Insurance. The staff of Stone Insurance Agency in Deckerville wishes the Deckerville Eagles the best in tonight's game. Back we are, and it's going to be a punt here for uh, Iron Mountain. They have the wind to their back, though, and a good snap from center. Low kick. It's going to hit on about the 40 and go out of bounds. It'll be Deckerville's football. The ball will be marked on about the uh, 38-yard line, their own 38. 11.53 to go here in the ball game. 18-18 is the score, and the Deckerville Eagles have it back and uh, with pretty good field position. Well, it's the worst field position they've had this second half but it's still not bad field position. It's their own 38, but now they've got to face that wind. But the uh, positive part for the Eagles is they moved the ball on the ground that third quarter. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They scored 18 unanswered points in that third quarter. They have the lead right. Uh, they don't have the lead yet, but they can feel it. Momentum is on their side as they put Trohill in motion. Palmer takes the snap, gives to the fullback. Not much there this time, and they fumble the football, and I think the Mountaineers have picked it up. We'll see what the call is when they come out of the huddle or out of the pile, and I think that uh, the first turnover for the Deckerville Eagles is giving the ball back to the Mountaineers. They're fighting for it and underneath that pile. Nope, Deckerville says that they have it. Oh, that'll be a big break for the Eagles. Offenses are staying, the offense is staying on the field. Yep, they've got it. Oh, that looked like it was going to be uh, into the hands of the Mountaineers. They, no gain on the play. It's second down now and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. Big Richard Merriman, last one up out of the pile. He evidently fought and got that ball back. At first, the Mountaineers thought they had it. Deckerville was unable to do anything in that uh, play. It's second down and 10. Now Deckerville's going to have to move against this win. It's been a real big factor in this second half. Trohill in motion once again. Here's the fake to the fullback, given to the halfback, and not much there. There's the fullback, and there's the, another fumble, they say. Uh, Deckerville does come up with it again. Uh, uh, C.J. Bowling just unable to go anywhere. 
Now, make it third and ten. is no gain on the first two downs. The Eagles uh, may be looking to pass here. It'll be tough to pass against that wind, and now uh, it looks like uh, whether that wind is blowing harder or just because it's snowing hard, it looks like it's going to be tough to try and pass. Both teams are going to have problems here, but the Eagles need to get a first down so that they can get out of this uh, field position. Palmer takes the snap, gives the second man through. Here's some running room off the right side for Trohill. He only gets about five, but it is positive yardage up close to the 40-yard line, over the 40 to the 41, maybe to the 42. Gain of five on the play. Well, Trohill did a nice move there, cutting back and picking up six yards on that third down play, but it's not going to be enough, and Merriman's going to have to punt it away. Fourth and four for the Deckerville Eagles, and they'll have to punt the football away. One thing Richard does is he has that kind of uh, half uh, uh, pooch kick off the left side of, of the ball so that uh, he does keep it low and uh, into the wind. They don't put anyone back uh, right now, uh, not thinking they're going to punt the football. But Merriman does. He gets it away. That could be a mistake as it's going to roll inside the 20. The Mountaineers are going to find themselves deep in their own territory after that Richard Merriman punt. And uh, I don't know why they didn't put someone back, Tom. I, I, that's what I pointed out. I couldn't understand why they didn't have somebody back because they were able to pick up about 10 or 15 yards on the roll of that. And the Eagles get do a good job of uh, getting field position uh, even though they were punting into the wind. First uh, 10, uh, 9.28 to go here in regulation in this one. 18-18 is the score, but the Mountaineers are backed up now after the good Richard Merriman punt. And I don't know, they must not have thought he was going to punt that football because they didn't have anyone back. Pericolosi wings a man to the right, drops back, gives it to the fullback, and not much there as he is hit just about as soon as he gets the football, and Watts is driven back. Well, that was Ludwig Schultz and Richard Merriman in there, and they stopped him right at the line of scrimmage. Pericolosi is out. Travis Mellon is in at quarterback. I don't know what's wrong with Pericolosi, but he is not in there right now at quarterback. For, he's over here on the sideline at the bench, and uh, apparently he is hurt. Well, either that or the coach decided to go a different way, but it looks like he's hurt because he's being attended to there by one of the coaches. Looks like he's got a sore groin right now, and he's uh, uh, hurting right now. Give to Bray. Bray trying to get to the outside. He cuts back, but the Deckerville defense is there, and he doesn't get back uh, too much. Uh, maybe the uh, yardage that they had lost on first down. Now let's see where they move the yard markers. It's hard for us to see the uh, yard lines now because of the snow. Third and eight as he gets three back on the second 11 play, but here's a big third down play for both teams. Ball's on the 20-yard line. 8.25 to go here in the fourth quarter. Pelosi is uh, not uh, where he was before. I don't see if he's back out there. Nope, he's not back onto the field. See if they dare to put the ball in the air. Bray in motion. Fake to him. Given to the halfback coming back this way, but nothing there that time for D, for number 33 who's in there at that halfback, uh, Clink, and it's going to be a fourth down situation now for the Mountaineers. Well, the Eagles doing a good job after punting the ball away, stopping them three and out, and the Mountaineers with a fourth and five are going to have to punt the ball away. Big punt here for the Mountaineers who have struggled. They've had one bad snap, uh, and... Uh, Finally, Bray comes in. I don't know if they have enough players out there or not. Finally, they set. Here's the snap. Good snap. Good low kick. Roski lets it go over his head. Picks it up, though, on his own 35. He has some running room. Gets to the outside. 
And he's close to the 50-yard line where he's knocked out of bounds. It'll be Deckerville's football on their own 49-yard line. Well, that ball was punted over Roski's head, and Roski did a good job of going back and uh, got a hand on it, actually knocked it to the ground and then picked it up and was able to bring it all the way back to the 48-yard line. The Eagles, good field position there. First and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles, 7.25 on the clock. It's Deckerville 18, Iron Mountain 18 here in the state semifinals. The winner with a chance to go to the Silver Dome next Saturday at 10 o'clock. You're listening to WMIC 660 and WTGV-FM 97.7 on your dial. And it's a tie ball game right now. C.J. Bowling gets the call. No gain on the play as the Mountaineers, for some reason, have been able to stop the offense of the Deckerville Eagles in the last two series. All of a sudden, it's becoming a defensive struggle as we're down to the 7.09 mark here left in the ball game. But the Eagles have good field position. They're right at midfield, second and 10. No gain on the play, second and 10 for the Deckerville Eagles. They wing a man out to the left, that's Roski. Palmer looks over the defense, takes the snap, drops back, gives to C.J. Bowling off the left side. He gets a little bit of running room, maybe a couple yards, and uh, he's going to bring up a third and nine after he got uh, back that half yard he lost on the last play. Not much running room there at all. Uh, not like what we saw early in that third quarter where C.J. had a couple big holes to run through on different plays. This time, uh, the defensive line for the Mountaineers have stiffened up. Clock keeps running at 6.20 here in the fourth quarter. Deckerville tied now with the Mountaineers. 18-18, a big third quarter for the Deckerville Eagles. Trollhill wing to the right. Palmer puts C.J. Bowling in motion. He'll roll to the right. He's going to throw the football. Gets away from one man. Gets away from another man. The ball's knocked out of his hand and fumbled. It's going to be Mountaineer football as it was knocked out of his hands and Logan Watts fell on it. And the Mountaineers have a big break here in this fourth quarter. Well, Palmer did a good job of eluding two people, but uh, he still tried to throw the football. Probably should have tucked it away and just tried to get as best he could on his own running it by keeping the ball out there trying to throw it. They were able to strip it away and then recover it, so the Mountaineers will take over on the Deckerville 49-yard line. Well, we'll mark it on the 47. Uh, it's hard to see the lines here right now, but uh, they have it in Deckerville territory with 5.59 to go here in this fourth quarter. Dropping back, give to Gray, coming around the left end. He's tripped up and gets about five, six yards on the play, and he's going to be the man of the hour for them because still in at quarterback is Travis Mellon, as it looks like uh, Pericolosi is still on the sideline. They're going to send him in, though, I think, on this play. He says he can go in, uh, so they're calling the play, and Pericolosi is coming back in for the Mountaineers. That'll be a lift for them. No, he gives them that passing option as they have the wind at their back, but right now they're faced with a second and five, and the way they're running the football, they'll probably stay on the ground. Pericolosi with a wing left this time. No one in motion, takes the snap, gives it off to his fullback. His fullback gets nothing. Good tackle over there by Trollhill as he came in from that linebacker and took him down before he could get away. In fact, it was 26, Derek Vogel making the stop. That was Derek Vogel's patented uh, tackle. He hits him hard and low, and he stopped uh, Logan or Watts there before he could get started. Third and five now, a big third down play for both teams as the uh, Eagles trying to dig in on defense after the fumble. Wing left this time for 
the quarterback, and he gives off to Bray. Bray has some running room, breaks the tackle. He's going to have a first down as he got loose going around that left side, and Bray has been the workhorse for this uh, Mountaineer team as he gets a first down for them. And it's going to be down. It looks like I'm I'm fighting to find the yard line with that snow, but it looks like about the 32-yard line, Nort. I'd say the 32 of the Deckerville Eagles. Right now, they've got 12 yards on uh, their first three plays of that drive. And time is running down. down. We're down to the four-and-a-half-minute mark left in the game. This is a dangerous part of the game for the Eagles. They cannot afford to let them go into the end zone as Bray is in motion. Give to the fullback, though. Fullback trying to get some room and doesn't have it. He hasn't been able to run much in this whole second half, but uh, that sets up Bray because they fake to him now and they go to Bray as uh, they get about two yards on the play. We'll see where they finally move the uh, chains to. They don't move them at all, so no gain on the play. Real real important uh, stop here for the Eagles. They need to keep uh, the Mountaineers out of that end zone as the clock is going to wind down on the Eagles. Second and 10 now. Ball's on the 30. 3.50 to go. Tied at 18 here in this one. They wing a man out to the right. No man in motion is given to a fake to Bray. He's going to throw the football. He has a man open, but the ball is fluttering. It's intercepted by Palmer. Palmer has some running room. He's up to the 20, gets away from one man, gets to the 25, to the 28, and the Deckerville Eagles with 3.30 on the clock have the football back and uh, deep in their own territory, but they do have the ball back. I think that was number two instead of number 12, uh, Nort. That was uh, Roski, and a big interception for the Eagles. With 3.30 left, they've got the football back. And now they have the chance to try to drive. Uh, looks I, thought like he, I thought he ran a little bit uh, differently than Palmer does. <laughs> it was Roski and the Eagles has got up over their 30-yard line. Uh, see where they finally put that down. Right on the 30. So big break for the Eagles now as they go on offense. And they, have, uh, they control their own destiny here. Palmer drops back, fakes to the fullback, gives to the second man through, and that's Trohill looking for some running room. We'll see if it's Messing or Trohill when they get up from the bottom of the pile. It's going to be Trohill, and he gets a couple yards on the play. Second and eight for the Deckerville Eagles. 3.13 on the clock here. The Eagles would at least like to get a couple first downs and run the rest of this clock out. Force overtime, which would be an interesting factor for both teams. Second and eight for the Deckerville Eagles. Palmer fakes to the first man, gives the messing. Nope, it was to the fullback. He's fighting for some room. Trollhill's close to a first down as he gets away from one man, breaks a tackle, and fights his way close to the 40-yard line. We'll see where they finally mark it. It could be a first down. Well, they stop the clock, and they do give him the first down as he got over the 40-yard line. First down, Deckerville Eagles. First and 10, Deckerville. Another first down, and they can open up the tack a little bit. Uh, they could afford to with a first and 10 now on their own 40-yard line. Two and a half minutes to go. Tied at 18. Deckerville and Iron Mountain here in the state semifinals. Gives to the second man. Messing trying to get away. Can't get to the outside, though, as he's taken down. He's going to lose a yard or two on the play. That play was slow and developing. They fake to the first two, try to get Messing open on the uh, reverse. Well, we're winding down we're to near the two-minute mark, and uh, it's beginning to look more and more like overtime. But the positive point of overtime for the Eagles is then they don't have to uh, face the wind 
in that overtime period. Well, if they decide to go uh, over this end here, if I was uh, the Mountaineers, I don't know if I'd want to take the win. I think I would go against it just to keep the kicker of Deckerville's off the field. He's hurt him so far. Fumble on the play, and I think that uh, they end up with the Mountaineers getting it. Yes, they do. Oh, Palmer had a misconnection there with his uh, back and lost the football, and the Mountaineers have another break. And it's going to be down on the 32-33 yard line of the Eagles with 143 left. The Mountaineers get the bas- football back again. First and 10 at the 143 mark, and here's a crucial part of this football game. Pressure's going to be on the Eagle defense now. Ryan uh, Pericolosi comes into the ball game. He looks like he's a little ginger. They want a timeout. 1.43 on the clock. It's 18-18. Timeout, Aaron, Iron Mountain. We'll be right back. FM Sandusky, and we're in the state semifinals. The Deckerville Eagles now find themselves trailing 24-18. Only 12 seconds left on the clock after that touchdown by Bray. That was Jason Bray, and he's been the workhorse of this Mountaineer team. But the big play was the pass to Derek Luke, who set up that touchdown with a pass of 30 yards down to the three-yard line. The Eagles get uh, one last gasp here with 12 seconds left. uh, Look for probably a short kick, something on the ground that would be hard to return for the Eagles. They'll have one desperation play maybe or two. Ball falls off the tee. And little indication of how hard the winds blow and the ball falls off the tee. I think the Eagles might want to move some people up in the two wings because I wouldn't be surprised that they're going to kick this short. They do. They move Palmer and Roski up. See what they're going to do on this kick. They do. They squib kick it. It's picked up by Palmer. Palmer throws a lateral over to the left side to Roski. And, oh, they're going to call a flag, though, on it. It was, be, it was uh, not a lateral as they get out of bounds with 1.1 seconds left. And so uh, it was an illegal lateral, I think. It was not uh, backwards, I believe, the call is going to be. Now, Coach Brown is arguing he was standing right there even with the ball. From my vantage point, I thought it was a lateral. Well, they're going to say it wasn't. So that's going to give the Deckerville Eagles a play, one play, but it's going to be deep in their own territory. Now they have to have a desperation play to get a touchdown out of this. We'll see what they come up with. Now you call a timeout and you talk things over if they still have one left, which I think they do. So it's going to be walked off from the 30-yard line. Five-yard walk-off. So it'll be back on the 25-yard line for the Deckerville Eagles. And uh, if they got a timeout, this is the time to take it and talk things over and... uh, Make sure that this play is set because it's a 1.1 second on the clock. They've got almost everyone back for the Mountaineers. Palmer's going to go. Takes the snap, goes back, doesn't have much time, throws it over, flipped uh, to Messing. Messing knows he's got to score and he can't score as he does get 10 yards on the play, 12 yards, but that's going to be it. That's the end of the ball game. And uh, the Mountaineers are celebrating. The Eagles, of course, uh, with a great third quarter, came back and tied this one up. But right now, they find themselves losing this one, 24-18 to the Mountaineers. 
in the state semifinals. We'll be right back. The Kraft service. And then a fumble and a big play uh, cost the Eagles this ball game, Tom. Yes, it did, and I think that's the part that probably hurts on those uh, Eagles the most right now is they really played so well this second half, overcoming that 18-point deficit, and then uh, to give up that fumble and then the big pass play uh, really has to hurt because I really felt like they felt like they could win this the second half. Well, I know that uh, the uh, Mountaineers know that they've been in a battle today and uh, probably feel lucky they've come out of this one without at least going overtime because the Eagles... Uh, are uh, losers in this one, but certainly not losers overall. They had a great second half, came back to tie this up. Uh, two touchdowns and a field goal by Richard Merriman and uh, two-point conversion and an uh, extra point. And uh, it made it uh, an exciting football game right to the last second. Yes, it was. That 18-point third quarter uh, and a field goal, the first field goal they've had all year. They kicked the field goal to get them within one score. They got that score, and then they kicked the extra point. It was all tied up at 18. Momentum was in Deckerville's favor, but it was kind of a stalemate that fourth quarter until that uh, late fumble. Well, both teams struggled in that fourth quarter with their punting game and with fumbles. Uh, Deckerville fumbled a couple times and intercepted a pass, though, uh, and got the ball back at their own 30-yard line, and then that uh, was the fatal uh, fumble for the Eagles as they gave the ball up on their own 33 and on a second and 15 uh, after a loss of five on the first play a pass to Luke uh, for over 30 yards got the ball on the Deckerville three yard line and two plays later with almost no time on the clock if they'd have stopped Bray on that last play we'd have been overtime time. Yeah, came down to one play as they were out of timeouts and they got it in with 12 seconds left and he didn't get it in by much but uh, they talk about football being a game of inches and uh, that's what it came down to. We just got it over the goal line, and unfortunately for the Deckerville Eagles, their great season, and I mean a great season, had to come to an end. Well, the Eagles are out in the center of the field getting the word from their coaches. We'll be back uh, after these messages. Adelphia Communications, your local cable television provider, wants to wish the Deckerville Eagles the best of luck in today's game. We hope that you, the listeners, are enjoying the game and hope that the Eagles make it to the Silver Dome next Saturday. Remember Adelphia Communications for your cable television enjoyment. Call the office at 1-800-772-7548 on or before November 30th and receive free installation just by mentioning you heard this ad on WMIC and WTGV. Best of luck to the Deckerville Eagles and thanks for a great season. Real value is more than a fair price. It's quality, service, and convenience, too. All the things you'll find at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Deckerville Auto Parts. From batteries to filters, oils, tools, and quality Napa Auto Parts, Deckerville Auto Parts has it all. Visit your Napa store at Deckerville Auto Parts today. Napa, they keep America running. Do you value life? Life insurance, that is. When you buy your life insurance through auto owners from Kelly & Company in Marlette, they'll save you money with premium discounts on your car and homeowner's coverage. At Kelly & Company, they're specialists in insurance, people, and the things people own. You owe it to yourself and to your family to talk to Kelly & Company about life. No problem life protection through auto owner's insurance. Contact Kirk Kelly at Kelly & Company in Marlette or give them a call at 1-800-257-3735 and ask about the multi-policy discount with life insurance through auto owners. At the Deckerville Party Store, they have everything under the sun. Whether you cruise in for quality BP gas fill-ups, drop by for your party supplies, 
stop in for delicious Oliver's Pizza and Subs, or need to fill up your propane tank for the barbecue, you can do it all at the Deckerville Party Store. From video rentals to great prices on brand-name dog and cat foods to picking up a gallon of milk, the Deckerville Party Store is a place to go. And remember, the Deckerville Party Store has an excellent touchless car wash. You'll find it all at the Deckerville Party Store, located a mile west of the light in Deckerville. Well, Superintendent Brown, I would have to say that uh, this was an amazing comeback by the Deckerville Eagles. Very disappointing that they ended up losing, but they certainly did Deckerville proud. Yes, Nord, uh, by far the biggest game the Deckerville Eagles have ever had in the history of Deckerville football, which, as you know, we've had a very glorious uh, history in, in football. Uh, they made a great comeback in this uh, second half and just fell a little bit short. But just sitting here and observing our football players, our fans, the community, the people of the thumb, it was just a great day for Deckville football. Just come up a little bit short, but no way do we need to be sad for the Eagles. They've had a great run and gave it that they're all here today. There was nothing to be ashamed of here today. Well, I'm sure they're going to feel bad for quite a while after uh, this disappointing loss here as they uh, complete their hugs out on the field. But uh, there's been a lot of uh, great plays by a lot of great young men uh, this season for the Deckerville Eagles, and unfortunately for them, uh, you know, a mistake and then a long play, and uh, all of a sudden, instead of going overtime, we end up with an Iron Mountain victory. That, that's your, I'm just sitting here watching as our players uh, walk off the field at, at the south end, and there must be the four or 500 Deckerville fans waiting to greet them to just to show them that they, they care for them and they're still with them uh, at the end of this very tough ball game. And they're just leaving now to the, uh, the, the Deckville crowd. Disappointing day, but uh, not a disappointing day for the Deckerville Eagles as they do lose in this football game, but certainly in the eyes of all us from uh, Deckerville, they are not losers today, uh, even though the scoreboard shows them uh, losing 24 to 18. It's been a Deckerville victory here today as they came back from a 18-point deficit and uh, made this game exciting right to the wire. Really, the game was two, two quarters. It was the first quarter uh, for the Iron Mountain, and the third quarter was all Deckerville Eagles. That win was definitely a factor here today at, at Gaylord. Once again, for Tom Duran and for you, uh, Mr. Broughton, this is North Tram uh, telling you the final score. Iron Mountain moves into next Saturday's finals. They had a 24-18 victory over the Deckerville Eagles. Thank you, and have a good afternoon. Jim Cron and everyone at Keys Radio and Sandusky would like to wish the Deckerville Eagles a...